0: Well, 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 welcome back to Pedro Dordas Santiago, Mr. Bet on You, Sunday live show, weekly show. I hope you are doing great. I'm doing fantastic. The vibes are high. It's been a great week. It's been a great month. Um, I have a lot to go over tonight. Special guests, the live stream will be open at some point. Uh, The streamer link will be shared for other special guests to come in if you feel the need. Um, I have a lot of things on my mind. A lot's happened in the last couple weeks. It's you know, I think tonight's show is going to be very, very, very good. Very excited. First, we can get a thumbs up in the chat. Make sure you guys can hear and see me okay. Make sure the audio's good, the video's good. And I'm gonna give some shout-outs before I start rambling. Y'all know me. When I get going, I get going. Also, hit the thumbs up, share this content. Uh scooter bud, scooter bud's always one of the first to do that. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you very, very, very much. Let me give some shout-outs first. I see Lazarus in the house. I saw Dasher Benz. I saw uh, Jennifer, Crystal. Give all the shout-outs to all the the first-timers coming in or the the, the people coming in right from the jump. TN, I see you. I see Michael. uh, Roland Rued, what up? You sound better than you did Friday. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't feeling like I didn't feel sick on Friday, but my throat just wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel way better. Thank you very much for uh, thinking about that and reminding me. Jennifer, Crystal, Ryan. I see Jeff. What up, Jeff? Dasher Benz, once again, Pinstar, I see Ryan, Uh, Kualaha, hello, hello, got the bracelet on, dear, appreciate it. All right, listen, today I'm going to break down what we got going on. I'm going to talk about my week. For those of you that might have missed some of the videos, I'm going to talk about the topics, the three featured channels. We will have Hannibal is Hungry, my man, coming in at about 30 minutes or so, maybe a little bit less. Uh, We're going to talk about a video he made. We're going to talk about a topic that's has mixed opinions and you know we 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 like mixed opinions on this show all opinions are welcome um we want that right because i think when we have people that have varying opinions it can have good we can spark good conversations and we can learn from one another right and i think that i am not 100 sure how i feel about the mandatory tipping um i don't know i have some hot takes on it though I think me and Hannibal and I are going to agree on some stuff. And I think there's a couple of things I want to ask him about to see to, to see if I could <clears throat> garner his perspective. So really excited to have him on the show and talking about that. Uh, I also want to talk about, I'm going to address some of the drivers, Dasher specifically, or really anybody that works the Gig Economy. But I do mostly DoorDash in the last month, right? The drivers that are struggling out there, I have a kind of a message for you guys and something for you to think about. Um, the second topic, which I which is escaping me as I'm sitting here, let me pull it up real quick for you guys. Um, what has the negative content gotten us? Are we any better now versus a year or two ago? So I came into this YouTube space and full time DoorDash. I've been doing full time DoorDash or full time gig work for almost exactly two years to the day. Okay. And I came in doing content creation. About five weeks from now, I dropped my first video. So it's almost pretty much two years. What have we gotten? I have a lot of negative videos. So I put myself in here. I am not exempt. But all the the negativity, the, the doomsday stuff, the DoorDash sucks, the Uber sucks, the Instacart's the worst. The CEOs are horrible. All this content that's negative, what has it gotten us? Has anything improved? I'll say this: I think by making it, it does allow us to feel better about situations. So if I make a video like, "Man, Doordash is horrible. This company sucks. They're hiding tips. They're doing this. Uber is trash. The base pay got lowered. Instacart sucks. You know they lowered the pay. They got triple batches. On and on and on. Uber rideshare is horrible. They don't care about driver safety." I think it's that relatable, that relatability can be helpful in the moment to fellow drivers because it makes us feel like not alone. I don't feel like I'm crazy when I hear somebody else talk about something that's bad. So I think there's value in that. But after that moment and after that video's out and it's been a couple months, a, a year or two, are we in a better spot as gig drivers, as independent contractors, as side hustlers? Are we in a better spot? I say no. I think we're in a worse spot long term. That's why I've been talking about why are we just why is, all, why is everything so negative? And that's why I'm trying to have a positive spin on things. And I'm trying to come up with solutions. I'm trying to show you guys real numbers. I'm trying to be a little more measured and a little more forward thinking versus having that old Petty pager always come out and I'm mad about this and mad about that. I can't control everything. You can't control everything, but you can control your emotions and you can control how you move. So those are some of the things we're going to talk about this week. Okay. What up, Light? What up, Welty? What up, Benjamin? What up, AP? What up, Ryan? What up, China? What up, DDIS? I I see everybody in the house. I appreciate y'all. Jennifer, Benjamin, AP, appreciate y'all very, very, very much. So that's what we got going on tonight. Um I do want to also talk about the three featured channels that we have cuz it's been a couple of weeks since I've done that and I want to do I want to bring that back. So, the three featured channels this week and anybody that has that is able to that has a wrench, please put these links in. Uh the channel pages in so you guys can check these channels out. The first one is the Destin Driver. Okay, the Destin Driver. Destin like in the place in Florida. Um, me and him will be. I think I'm going to be coming on his show soon. It's a kind of a newer channel, got on my radar a couple of weeks ago. Go check him out. Uh, Hustling Hyena, Hustling Hyena, H Y E N A, Hustling Hyena, and Gig Hustler. Gig Hustler's been in here a few times. He's out in Chicago, and I was born in Chicago. I rep Chicago. I love St. Louis, but Chicago's where my blood's at, right? Got a lot of family over there still. Uh, love, love Shytown, right? Westside, Humble Park. Shout out to Gig Hustler. Big baller out there. He's in the LOP. He shows you big payouts. He shows you how to hustle. So Gig Hustler, Hustling Hyena, and Dasher, the, or the Destin Driver of the three featured channels this week. And I'll give you guys another three next week. Now, hit the thumbs up so we can get some peeps in here. Appreciate you guys for coming in. Appreciate you ending the week with me and starting a new week. Now, I'm going to talk about my week this week a little bit. I'm going to talk about the things that I've seen in the comment section, the questions. I'm going to address a few things in a positive way. I'm not going to put, I got a hood on. I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to be a jerk. I could do that, but I'm not because I'm trying to be more positive. Now, I posted for me, okay, we made, I think, 60 bucks on Uber this week. Most of my earnings was with DoorDash. I didn't work on Thursday at all, zero, and I, I put all the information out for you guys. You guys, you know, I did not work out on Thursday at all. I didn't work today. I didn't work Saturday. Thought about working yesterday a little bit, and I said, nah, I'm good. We made, for the week, we made 970. Nine, 912 of that was DoorDash, okay? Not bad. Not bad. And I worked four days. It's pretty good. Um, my acceptance rate right now is 53%. I'm in a diamond zone. I am not saying when I make these videos that I think acceptance rate matters. I need you to do this. I need you to take trash, get your acceptance rate up. I have never once said that in one video, not one, not one time, not once. And if I did somebody pull it up and snippet it and you can send it to me. But what I'm doing is I'm sharing you my opinion and my results in my zone, right? It's been a long time since I've made that amount of money with DoorDash alone. In a diamond zone, I think, this is my opinion, and I think, and I'm also seeing, listen, I'm seeing offers, $20, $30, full payouts, never seen that before. And I have I have 7,300 deliveries on DoorDash. DoorDash has changed. I'm not telling you what to do. I am simply in 2023 showing you what I'm doing with DoorDash because everybody, not everybody, 99% of the channels that I see, and there might be some other ones out there I'm not aware of, DoorDash is the worst. DoorDash sucks. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. You can't make money. You can't make money. That might be true in your area. That might be true in their experience. But I think DoorDash has changed. I've adapted. And my, my opinion on it is not that right now. That doesn't mean in February or March or April. Maybe DoorDash isn't as good in my area, but I've dashed for three weeks, three and a half weeks, um, almost four weeks since I've took the one week off from the vacation. My results have been pretty good. I've done earned by time. You guys have seen that. Had good results. I've done earned by order the last two weeks. You guys have seen that. Pretty good results. I think my results are above, pretty considerably above average what a normal person would make with DoorDash and DoorDash alone. Now, I will say this. I think multi-apping is still the way to go because you're casting a wider a wider net to catch more fish. I do believe that. When you only have one app or two app, you're, you're fishing basically with one pole, one, one pole. And it might be a really good one, but eh, if you multi-app, you're casting out a net and you're able to scoop up more, right? But for me, I don't need to make all my income like like most of you, I, I realize I don't need to make all my income with DoorDash. So I can go out and test some things and give you guys actual tangible receipts and results. And that's what I've been doing in January. So anybody that feels like I'm saying do this, I'm not, I haven't told one person, hey, you should do this. I'm telling you, this is what I am saying and do what you think would work for you. Because most people are saying DoorDash is the worst. I can't make money. But I think that they're not, they haven't adapted and realized that the algorithm has changed. I do believe that. It has changed. It has changed. Right? And my numbers don't lie. And I, I've shown you guys that. And I'm, I'm happy with my results. Right? And if you're getting your results, however you're getting them, if you're happy, awesome. But I am hearing from most dashers specifically, they're not happy with their results. So what do we do to change that? What do we do to adapt? Do we just get rid of DoorDash altogether and try something else? Do we try to come back to it and see some things? That's what we're trying to do here. So appreciate all the comments. I appreciate all the shield talk. Some of you guys think I sold out. DoorDash, once again, is not paying me. I have no paid partnership. Okay. I have no problem saying that because it is my truth. Right. And I would not lie to you guys because if it came out that I did, my channel would be absolutely nuked and it would be gone. So if you think that DoorDash is paying me, Keep thinking that. I hope you sleep well at night when your head hits the pillow. But they're not. So my week's been good. Made good money. I hit my goals. I hope you guys hit your goals. And if you haven't hit your goals, you either need to adapt or you're going to die. I'm trying to give you a hard truth about what's going on out here. If you think you can work most of these apps, but DoorDash specifically the same way you did a year ago or two years ago, you're fooling yourself. You have to understand the things, you know. A lot of us like to call ourselves business owners. A lot of us say we're independent contractors, right? Well, in business, or if you are an independent contractor, which we are technically, you have to evolve and change with the cost of running your business, right? Things cost more. Things cost less. You have to adapt. There's competition. There's this. There's that. There's different ways of marketing. You can't market and brand your business the way you did in 2020, as you might have to do in 2023. We should look at the apps no different. When things change and your market change, whether it becomes oversaturated, whether it's the algorithm has changed, whether what they're showing you change. If they've shifted things, whether we like it or not, we can sit in our car and cry like Pedro used to do last year and the year before and whine and act like a little baby and cry. And, I can't make money. Oh, no, tip, no trip. I'm not doing that anymore. It's time to level up. It's time to man up and it's time to adapt. Will you come with me or are you going to stay in those? you gonna say are you gonna sit in your car and you're gonna cry about it or are you gonna figure it out only you can answer that question hit the thumbs up for your boy I'm feeling really positive this year's been off to a great start for me um, and I don't think that that's a coincidence I don't I came into this knowing right at about October the beginning of November I knew exactly how I was gonna hit 2023 I knew I was taking this vacation. I needed a week off, I knew the things that I was going to be doing, the steps I was going to be taking. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I've been mentally preparing myself for several months to look at how I do the gig economy, the type of videos I'm going to make. This isn't just like January one, I woke up. I had this in my brain and I am seeing it's, it's I'm seeing better results. I'm feeling better. Things around me are good. I need you guys to come along before that ride. There's a lot of other content creators out here that are way better than me, better looking, Better spoken. They've been out here. They, they speak better. They look better. Their editing's better, right? And then there are also some that are really bad. Super negative. Just spewing all the negativity. That could be entertaining, but it's not sustainable. It's not scalable. And it's not, it's not going to serve you any good. It's pacifying you. It's basically saying, hey, I know you're, it, it sucks right now. Here's a pacifier, and I'm going to give you a pacifier. Too many content creators are doing that. They're giving you a pacifier, and you suck on it. It makes you feel good. But then eventually you want something else. And you're basically putting a band on a wound that you have. How long will that Band-Aid last? Not long. How long will that pacifier feel good? Not that long. On this channel, I'm trying to give you guys solutions, motivations, and a different way to look at these apps. Because like I've been saying since my first video, bet on you, set goals one day at a time. Use the apps as a stepping stone because 99% of us won't be able to do it long term. And many of you guys are showing me that you're actually looking at that and thinking about other things and you've moved on. And that is that's absolutely great. So continue to watch the other people that are handing you pacifiers. I'm trying to sit you down and talk with you so that you don't need that pacifier in a couple of months. I hope that makes sense. Appreciate everybody building. Let's give some shout outs I see Troy. What up, Southern gig. Hannibal is hungry in the house. Gualaha, hello. Hello. Gigaholic. rats. Appreciate y'all. I just had to get that on my brain. Clark Bridges um heather nova dasher in the house i think wealthy brian appreciate y'all what up what up troy what up what up benjamin okay mr Gigwork. I also want to announce the winner of the um giveaway we did with solo some of you guys might have remembered we did this some of you guys might not i'm gonna pull up something for you guys so boom there we go uh, i do have a partnership and a, a a deal a relationship a really great one with solo right there i have no problem saying that okay so we did a $500 giveaway. Anybody that signed up for solo in the month of January is going to win 500 bucks. Your name was entered. So Nina, solo representative that I work with from solo. Shout out to Nina if you're watching this. Uh, put in, like she she put on, she, she got all the people that signed up and she sent me two names. One winner and one alternate in case we don't hear from this winner. Now, I emailed this winner. I'm announcing the name right now. And I believe they got back to me. Shout out to the super chat. Thank you. And I will be sharing that email now. Uh, I'll be sharing that name now, not their email. Appreciate you, Lazarus. Let me read that. Love the positivity. But does this mean Sin City Deliveries was right about the Top Dasher? No, because Top Dasher, the conversation me and him had was about Top Dasher. And I think he was actually wrong about that because Top Dasher is not what it was. Top Dasher is not what it was when we had that conversation. I do want to have him back on. I'll reach out to him eventually soon. But no, I don't think. I do think what he was right about was... Well, I don't want to say this because we don't have enough data yet. But the conversation we had about Top Dasher, I don't think he was right about that. But I do think there were some things that he was leading on to that I think there is some merit there. on Based on my opinion, I'm not saying that's fact. Should be finding for the 70% AR. Yeah, I'm not going to 70%. I'm not. I'm at 53. But we, we could talk about that. I think I'm going to have him on. I think he'll definitely come on um, at some point. But great comment. Appreciate you. Appreciate the super chat, the $5. So let me announce this winner. So the winner of the solo giveaway was Muhammad M from Los Angeles, California. I emailed him. He emailed me back. I think I'm going to try to see if he'd like to do a little video recording or something and me just congratulating him. If Muhammad, if you're here tonight, let me know in the chat if you guys see him. Somebody let me know or um, so that maybe we can bring him on even tonight. So that was the winner. our solo giveaway muhammad m from los angeles or it said la i think that's it could be louisiana or it was la she said la la was a state so maybe that's louisiana i don't know i think it's louisiana actually yeah i have to double check but i have his email i've corresponded with him he got back with me so congratulations muhammad m now uh let me go ahead and get back to one second And there's so many comments. Oh, I do want to read a couple. Pedro, what is your AR? 53. Uh, I want to say in the comments with you guys just for a little bit. Congrats, Muhammad! Yes. Let me put that up. Congrats, Muhammad. Okay. So um, that was my week. That's the winner right there. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody that signed up. Solo did launch in six additional cities, so you can check out some shorts and some content that I did for that. You guys are going to be seeing a lot of solo content on various channels because solo was partnered with certain YouTube content creators to get the word out on the app. So, uh, tell them to say about that. I've talked about it enough. You guys know what that's all about. So I'm not going to make this a solo plug completely, but I wanted to share with you guys the results of that particular contest. So, um, let's see. Yeah. You know what, Roland red, let me put this comment up. This is what I've noticed. I've noticed when it's been above 50, and 60 percentage is about the 60s would have been averaging. I've The one thing I've noticed, I've seen really bad ones. I've seen really good ones. I've shown my viewers that. But the one thing I've noticed is I've seen larger payouts, like significantly larger, even when it just hits my phone, like $20 payouts, $30 payouts. It's showing me that initially. I've never seen that in my DoorDash life before. Now, that's not to say that it's because of the percentage, but I don't know if it's a coincidence. I've never seen Twenty-eight dollar Deerberg shopping pays. I've never seen um, pizza orders for thirty dollars initially. Now I'm part of the pizza program. I am not a top dasher, and I'm not part of the large order program, or some would say the catering program. Um, I am in a diamond zone, and I've kept it above fifty because I was part of the acceptance rate reset. And then my sims went down and went up. I'm not taking trash. I'm not. I'm not taking trash to get it above fifty. I've just been able to take. Orders that it make sense to me? And it hasn't fallen below fifty percent. And I wanted it to two weeks ago. I wanted it to fall below to see what it would send me. But I've been con- I've been getting enough good ones to where it hasn't fallen below fifty percent. I hope that makes sense. But I, listen, my average order up, my average order on DoorDash is up three and a half dollars from just two months ago, three months ago. So my average order usually was about eight bucks. Right now it's half dollars It's a huge difference. That's a huge three and a half dollar difference per order is significant. And that's my results. Right. So I don't know, man, I I want to. I actually want I've been contemplating if I should tank it on purpose, like if I should turn on my app one day, like on a Saturday, almost did yesterday and just decline like 50 orders in a row, get it down to, let's say, 20 percent and then go out on a Monday. Right. And then see what my I feel like I need to do that for you guys to give you some more information. And I think I'm going to have to. Right. Everything I'm saying is just my opinion, and I'm, I'm showing people every order that I get so you guys can see it through the videos. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting, but my results are good, they're out there on YouTube to show $30 an hour like that's not bad, right? Um, but I'm not part of the LOP either, so I think when I see people say, Well, Pedro acceptance rate doesn't matter, I think there's truth to that. But typically, when I see somebody that says that, their acceptance rate could be five percent, but they're part of the large order program, so they're going to get big bangers. I'm not, right? So I have to use what I can use to my disposal, if that makes sense. All right. What happened to the live boards? What up, Brandon? Are you talking about the, the ones I do at late at night? I might do one of those tonight. I'm not sure. What up, Edward? What up, Robert? Appreciate all y'all for being in here. So, um, okay, let me see. Let me see. I'm going to. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. I'm a proud bottom dasher. Listen, let me talk about Southern Gig right now. This is my guy. Congratulations on 1K subscribers, Bobby Southern Gig. I would say, so Bobby's somebody that does a lot of uh, Spark. He does Uber Rideshare, and I believe he does some DoorDash, right? I'll say this. I think, and I would would put a challenge out there, and it's hard to say definitively because we're in different markets, right? It's a much smaller market than me. I bet if we went out tomorrow and we work DoorDash and DoorDash only, I'd make significantly more money than him if he only did DoorDash and I only did DoorDash. So I think the reason, Bobby, might be in this year, this is my opinion, making less money, and I'm not sure if he's on the LLP, I think he might be, is because his acceptance rates lower. If he's up to, if he's up for that challenge, I'll challenge him 100 bucks right now, Bobby, in front of 268 people. If we work tomorrow, I bet you I make, and we only do DoorDash, I think I'll make more money than you. What do you say to the challenge? He might be up for it. We'll see. I'm not saying I know what I'm talking about. I'm that's my opinion right now. Appreciate everybody for being in here. Hit the thumbs up. But Bobby's also a really good multi-apper, makes great money in his market, but he has to use multiple apps to do it. I showed you guys I used one app this week and I made good money, right? So I'm just showing you guys different ways because I see everybody's complaining about Doordash. I'm trying to give you guys actual numbers versus me crying like everybody else. All everybody's going to do on YouTube is, "Do they sucks, they're the worst, and then they wake up the next day and they work for a company that sucks. It makes no logical sense to me, right? Me, I'm, I'm trying to be a little more measured and say, let me just see what's really going on here. Let me give the people some actual numbers versus me having an opinion without having facts to back it up. I hope that makes sense. I actually follow Gator, not just sub and run. Uh, Oh, let me see what Bobby said. He says, oh, just Dodash Pedro would beat me 100. Why do you think that is? Well, it could be because this market anyways, me and Bobby can talk off camera about that. But I'm definitely willing to try some things with my account, guys, because I think I'm you know, I want to give you guys actual results and information versus just my opinion, which is mostly what I gave you guys before. And sometimes I was right and sometimes I was wrong. I want to deal with facts in 2023. All right. What time is it? 924. So um. We're going to bring in Hannibal Tsongi whenever he's ready. I think he's probably standing by. As soon as he comes in, we're going to have this talk about mandatory tipping. So Hannibal made a video. There's been some reaction videos to it. What do you guys think about mandatory tip- mandatory tipping? I'm going to give you my thoughts even before Hannibal comes up. Um, and when you hear mandatory tipping, what does what that, what, what that spark in you, right? Um, some people think, well, you can't call it a tip. It should be called a bid some people say, well you just got to add it on as it's another fee and some people say, well customers won't want to order so Dodash would never do that because they'll lose some market share they'll lose some dollars that could be true right but would it be good or bad for Dodash drivers if there was a mandatory tip the same way there is a service fee or a small business fee uh, a convenience fee there's regulatory you know, customers are fee 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 five fo farm right do you think that this would be a good thing? Do you think it could be bad? Let's say they set the mandatory tip at 10% or 15%. In some cases, you might lose money, right? In some cases, you'll make more because all the non-tippers in would have to tip. And you know those $2, $3 orders might turn into $5, $6, $7 orders and maybe it's worth your time. Some would say orders would be done quicker and everything would probably be taken. Acceptance rates would be higher, right? But the flip side of that is, how would that affect the consumer? It takes away the spending power. It takes away their, 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 some would say maybe rights. I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong word. It, it takes away their, their ability to make a decision, which is bad. We're all consumers here, right? So you think about certain places when you go out to eat, and a lot of us have probably been to a restaurant where there was a mandatory tip if your party was eight or more. And most consumers don't complain about that. Oh, it's part of it. It's a big party, blah, blah, blah. You know, most most customers are conditioned now. You go to like an Applebee's or a Friday's, oh, automatic 15 or 18%, which is kind of the standard of parties at eight or more, six or more. Some restaurants, if it's late at night, like Waffle House, or there's a place, uh, Pancake House, uh, Uncle Bill's here. After, I believe, midnight, every, every ticket has a tip on it. Every ticket, like 15, 18%. Because I don't know why they did it, but they did it. And some people don't like it and they don't go. Some people just get used to it. So is this a good or bad thing right now? I don't, I don't, I think drivers would make less money. Some might make more money in the interim, but overall it could be a bad look for the brand and it could push consumers away. So anyways, I'm going to bring Hannibal of Hungary in because I think he can explain some of this even better. Right. We're going to talk about this in just a moment here as I get set up here. All right. If you don't know who Hannibal of Hungary is, you're definitely missing out in the gig economy. Um, so definitely somebody put a link to his channel. If you know me, you probably know him. But maybe there's a couple of y'all that don't know. We're going to introduce you to him right now. So let's bring Hannibal. You. The man, the myth, the legend. My man, Hannibal. What's up, man? What's
1: going on, Pedro? Thank you for inviting me on, man. I really appreciate uh,
0: it. it. It's, it's been a while since we've, you know, me and you, me and Hannibal talk basically every day. We have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. Some of y'all know that. But I wanted to bring you on for this because of the video you dropped. Um, Some of the other things I've seen comments in various videos, people bring them in my videos. And I think it's an interesting thing because, as I mentioned before, there are other sectors of the service industry that had these mandatory tips. Right. Yeah. And I think some consumers are just kind of like used to it now. But when we talk about it in the delivery game, it's such a wild, different idea. I think it scares some people and it's like, okay, this this would be bad. But is it bad? So I wanted to kind of get your uh, additional thoughts on that. And if you can just kind of talk about um, what sparked you from making that video.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's been something that's been around a lot of the community. Some people saying that it would be a good idea to add a, a mandatory tip to these mm-hmm. orders. And that one of the issues is, as you explained it, it's, a, it's still a new thing, even though Food Delivery has been around for a few years, of the whole idea of pre-tipping, right? Yeah, yeah. Of having a tip before you get the service, the service that you think is... You're hoping it's going to be a positive experience and you're betting on that. And I think that is still a struggle for most customers. You check any TikTok or any kind of check your uh, short where you kind of blew up talking about tipping. They're like, I don't want to tip before I even get the service. So we're still yep. struggling with that. So the idea of putting in a mandatory tip, the, and I, I said this in the video and I think most people actually do agree apart from some response videos from, I think DoorDash sucks. And also, you know, shout out to dashing trader. Uh, he he had a responsibility, okay. uh, responsibility, responsibility, oh, responsibility responsibil- video. But uh, his account has been hacked. Um, hopefully, he gets it back in order. You know, just thinking about him because um, you know nice
0: what, I'm, I'm I'm actually glad you mentioned that because I I want to say this before me and Hannibal get going because I know him and I are going to have a good combo here. Uh, yeah. I talked to Dashing Trader. He wanted me to mention this, so I'm speaking on his behalf. Okay, okay. I talked to him yesterday, and Dores dashing trader got hacked and he wanted me to share this with you guys and trader if you're watching let us know in the chat so basically he wanted me to share this because he wants other content creators to protect themselves so you when you're a content creator you get emails with certain sponsorship deals some of them are legit some of them might not be absolutely yeah and he got hacked by a company called ripple so if you look at his page it says ripple versus dashing trader but his videos are still there and ripple's been known for doing this to other content creators right and he thought it was an affiliate deal and they basically got access. He clicked the link. They got access to his page, his YouTube page. Wow. So, It's like called phishing. I think some people would yeah, call it, right? Yeah, that's the hacking right. term. Yeah. The hacking term. So if you're a content creator or if you're not and you get emails, if it doesn't, if something doesn't seem right, if it seems fishy, don't click on links. Okay. Do some homework before. Do some research. Ask to talk to them on a phone call first. You know what I'm saying? Do some due diligence because... That happened to Dash and Trader. And yeah. he wanted me to let you guys know that he's going to be all right. He's trying to get his account back. If anything, he learned something. You know, he wanted me to share this with you guys because I know a lot of you guys watch his channel as well. So I appreciate you mentioning that because I had almost forgot. Yeah, definitely so shout, out, shout, shout out
1: to him and uh, hopefully he gets back on. And, and that's the thing, too, about how the economy is going. You're going to see so many different variations of scams out there. Not just content creators, everyday people. Everyday people are getting scammed. Phone calls, emails, something that looks very official, something that looks legit. And it is a scary situation. Like right now, even like you're talking about as a content creator, I get tons of emails. I don't really respond to too many of them unless it's explicit like i know the person personally because you just never know if they're looking to try to take over something either bank account or whatever so yeah yeah, hopefully he gets it back um in order but um going back to the mandatory tipping it it's it is another fee i know we we can call it mandatory tipping and you know there's some legal out like legal issues that may even be involved with that but it is another fee and i understand why most or the drivers who want it to want it right because no one should look at a phone and see $2.75 or I think I saw someone post even a smaller base pay for Uber Eats so I don't like I don't know what's going on with that but I understand that but the problem is that us drivers just I think each segment the customers the drivers the merchants we kind of only think of ourselves right we get stuck in this echo chamber of what is it I need to get the most out of this deal but the problem is it's, it's a it's a symbiotic relationship between all these factors. Now, if you look at giving another feed to the customers, of course, the first app that does this, that's the app people are not going to use because they have all three and they check the prices of all three apps. They say, "Okay." I, I
0: remember one. you didn't you put a community post up a few a couple of weeks talking about that. Yes,
1: that's why I made yeah. the video. Yeah,
0: that'd be, that'd be the first app that would kind of suffer. Right. It's kind of oh, how you people would that, boycott I, them or whatever
1: that app will be trending. People will complain. Us drivers will probably counter back with this is what you guys need to pay. They're saying, go find another job. So it's just, it'll be that kind of thing. Um, I'm just uh, thinking about Netflix, right? Netflix was going to um, crack down the password sharing and people were flipping out over and that's what, $10, $15 a month. And they were like, wanted them not to worry about password sharing because people as we all kind of not spend our money responsibly, but we are also cheap and complain if we have to pay an extra fee for things. Mm. That's how gender, because you said, like you said earlier, we're all consumers and we're always trying to find ways not to spend more money than we think we have to. So I just think that mandatory tipping the first, and I think that I know they probably have thought about this, but they know if we put this in, it's going to piss a lot of the customers off.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think, I think it would. Um, Do you think that in the short term customers would maybe go away from the apps, right? Like DoorDash, let's say let's use DoorDash because they're the big bully, right? They're the biggest market share. It's the one we all like to talk about. You think they would lose some consumers. The benefit could be yes yeah, some drivers might make some more money in the short term because those two three four dollar orders would be a little bit more so some orders might be delivered quicker door dashers maybe making some good money but in some cases maybe you're making less maybe they set the bar at 10 or 15 yeah. percent and you know the customer that has a hundred dollar order instead of them tipping 20 like they did last week now they only got to tip 10 and most customers aren't going to add an extra tip they go by what the Computer says, and you know what the app says, right? Most aren't going in and adding a lot more most of the time, right? Yeah. But it, I think that in the interim, it could be like that. You know, consumers might walk away from that app. Dashers might make more money, but in the long term, does that mean less market share from the for the apps? Um, but let me ask. Listen, let me ask you this. I think, I think most customers. I know we're, times are tough right now. We have inflation, recession. Whatever word we want to throw out, but it's happening yeah. to a lot of people. People losing
1: jobs. People losing
0: jobs. Like it it's in front of us. We see it from tech companies to your local grocery stores, whatever. Like people are losing jobs or they are struggling, right? The, the cost of eggs is up, the cost of this, the cost of that. We've all seen the stories. But I think most consumers, when they're ordering Doordash or Uber or Instacart or Grubhub i think they're so blinded like by the fees like they don't even some see it but it's like such like a i just want it so i don't i I just wonder your opinion how what kind of what percentage do you think would say okay you know what no i i do not want this chipotle bowl now they want to charge me an extra three dollars last week this fee wasn't there i'm not going to order it do you think most people wouldn't or do you think most people would still just go with the order
1: it will depend on where you live as everything, I know that's a cop-out answer, but like, I would say for instance, if you are delivering in Manhattan, they will probably pay the extra two, $3 or whatever it is, extra 20%. But if you are not, if you are really, not say down bad, but if you are really worried about how much money you have, and if you don't have, you're not in a certain kind of, you know, economic bracket, your lower income, that extra 20% may be the limit. You've already you know, these companies already stretched this as far as they can, and kind of going and, and also when the reason why I talked about that topic is to really blame the companies. It's it's mm-hmm. I know drivers and, and and customers go back and forth, but it's really the company and their business model. This is how they construct it. So let's go back to Uber, right? Uber is the big is you know big company. A lot of these companies follow. DoorDash follows Uber and how they did yeah. how they did things. So this is how it all starts. It's it's kind of a winner takes all approach. This the business Uber raised billions of dollars. They've been, you know, whenever it came out, two thousand and ten, billions and billions of dollars. They took the billions and said, "We need to dominate the market share. How do we do that?" Okay, what they do is they created an artificial price, making it very cheap for customers to get on Uber, then have drivers pay drivers really good amounts of money because every time I talk to any O D G driver, they say. Back in the day,
0: yeah, I was making, making I was five hundred a day or something. Yeah,
1: and, and they weren't lying; they were making that money. But that was not that was subsidized. That was subsidized by investor capital. That was invest. That was billions of dollars that was put in so Uber can take over the market share.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then once that happens, prices go up, drivers' pay go down. Same thing with DoorDash. When DoorDash came out, a lot of people were saying I was doing pretty well. Pandemic is probably the height of least earnings for me in terms of DoorDash. Oh. Clearly, right. I
0: think for most drivers. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Then Doordash has market share. All right. Bring the fee, the fees up and lower the driver pay. That's so that's the that's the business model that these companies are exuding. And now since they're competing, Uber has money, tons of money. Doordash, they're fighting and they're just going it the, the I guess the 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 race to the bottom is happening. Hmm. So we could try to get more money out of the customer, but I don't think that's going to work either. And I do I know the answer? I don't. In terms of yeah. how this is going to work, that that benefits all the parties involved. Right now, it's just investors. That's better. Oh, be honest. Is this the CEOs and executives who are who are laughing to the bank compared to everybody else?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I think it's easy. And I've I've done this, and a lot of us have done. it. But I've been I do it too often, right? Is we blame? We want to fight the consumer. We say no tip, no trip. You're a clown. You gotta tip me. We get angry at the consumer, but we also have to. And, and there's nothing wrong with that situationally. But we have to look at should that. And a lot of comment and a lot of videos and videos that I've been having in the last couple of weeks. They're saying, "Why are you directing your anger at me? I'm getting charged this, 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 this. Talk to the your employer or talk to your boss." And they're right. not. That's part of the issue is that yeah, that's we a, don't. Yeah. They're not. You know, they're not our boss. We're not a W two. We can't go to a HR office and say we want more. Right. That's why some people are like, "Oh, well, we need unions, we need striking," and I don't think we need that either. So we're in this like gray area of like, who do we talk to about getting paid, right? So when I hear like the mandatory tipping, I think, "Man, are there benefits to it?" Because I feel like you said in some markets, customers will be like, "I'm, I still need it because it's a convenience thing. Like right. I'm in the, I'm in the app, I'm just gonna order it." But then some would say, "No, okay, this has gotten out of hand. I'm not doing it." And then they'll. Maybe not order, and then they'll just start packing a lunch or picking it up themselves, whatever, right? Um, so I think that in the short term there could be like a benefit to some drivers, but in the long term it's like it could hurt because it could push consumers away. We need people ordering food; that's how we make money, you know. Right. Um, and that's the, that's ma- the
1: way that's the way the business model. Excuse me. Yeah. That's the way the business model is set up. They yeah. want as much people ordering as possible. Um, like I have a video coming out tomorrow talking about how food delivery is no longer a luxury. I'm sure I'm gonna get beat up on that video as well.
0: I'm. I Th- can't wait to see that. I saw that. I'm like. I'm waiting to because yeah, wait, like, we drop videos like that. I'm always like, this is gonna be good.
1: This gonna yeah. Be- so I was like, uh, this is ridiculous. But <laughs> the reason why, and a little bit of that is because of how the companies conduct their business, as you talked about. EBT SNAP is being introduced mm-hmm. into the platforms. Mm-hmm. People who have EBT and SNAP probably can't afford luxury items, mm-hmm. right? low income. But they're not looking at it as a luxury. They're only looking at it as a convenience. Now, you should get paid fairly, obviously. Like, you should pay a good dollar for convenience. But they're not looking at it as a luxury. They're looking at it as we want to deliver to everyone as fast as possible. Yeah. And that's why they use us, gig workers, the sharing economy, to get that done. And any business that is that is conducive to pro, like to, to be successful by an optional tipping system is a flawed system. So it's not it's not a anti driver, anti customer. It's it's really the, the criticism of the business is what I spend a lot of my time talking about.
0: Yeah, I get that. Well, we, let me ask you this question. So we see that like when I open up my my app, I actually opened it up today because I was going to order something and I wind up just picking it up myself. For different reasons not because of the fees yeah. but when i opened up i opened up doordash first i wound up looking at uber as well i wanted to see which one was cheaper like you mentioned earlier right yeah yeah that's what yeah. that's what smart people shop do, right? people shop yeah. they look, I mean, at, they look I, at the apps yeah yeah i got coupons i'm gonna use that it's, it's, it's expensive <laughs> out here right yeah. so i went in there and like the, the delivery fee for one of the places was like 3.99 right and another place was like 5.99 one was free one was 6.99 it you know they have different deals right based on whatever factors right? Yeah. So what would you say to instead of using the word tip, a lot of people talk about uh, the word bid, put a bid in to get your food, which, you know, there's different varying opinions on. that. I know you've heard that lingo before. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. But instead of having it say anything about a tip in the app, because all the apps do say tip. Right. They use that word. It's going to your driver. 100 percent of the tips go to drivers. They, They use that. And most consumers understand what that means. Right. But let's say instead of doing a mandatory tip, instead of the delivery fee being three ninety nine, dollars or instead of it being zero dollars, like I said, right, it yeah. just up the delivery fee. And then the company, and this is where it gets weird because we have to trust them, right? They would have to just pay us more in that way. So instead of us the base pay being 225, let's say it we'll would go up to five bucks on Doordash, right? And more of these orders might be more favorable for drivers to be profitable. So if they just up the fee for the consumer and don't even have anything about a tip at all, what would you say to that? Do you think consumers would then still look at it the same because the tip word isn't being used and they just feel like, okay, well, it's just more of a fee, but they're not making me tip or they're not suggesting right. it. Do you think that might make them feel better? Or yeah, worth?
1: the w- words matter, so words matter. So like tipping has is, is been used as an optional thing for as long as we all been alive, right? So if the delivery fee was more, yeah, I, th- that would make more sense. But the thing is that we need the money needs to go to the driver, and you know, DoorDash has been in trouble for this by not providing all of the tips or trying to be slick and shady. And if they were able to increase the delivery fee and make sure that all that money went to the driver, or at least a more a better, more of a a bigger part of that goes to the driver, where the base is five dollars, as I remember, a lot of people talking about how the base was five dollars. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. I know that there's other platforms like Instacart where if you, you finish um, your order, you can pay extra fee to, you know, get there a little quicker. quicker. But does that fee goes to the driver? I don't you know. know. Uber
2: and
0: DoorDash do the same thing.
1: Yeah, Uber has f- like
0: a priority for a priority on Uber. It's 199 So basically, if I guess it's like, OK, they're not going to stack it or if they do stack it, I'll get first. Delivery, but it costs $1.99. But who knows if that goes to the driver or not.
1: And, and that's the problem, too, where they're going to charge the cu- the, the customer more. But we're not even confident. And, you know, these companies are not transparent enough to let us know, hey, is this all going to go back to the driver? And that's where we're having this issue as well. It's just it's a it's a it's a layered complex issue. I think it would just be as so simple as, well, they just got to pay more that would have been already implemented already. Right. Like right. it's a lot, it's a balance of what's going right. on.
0: Right. And they're not going to pay more. They're not going to, it, it. most companies aren't going to go from a $7 base pay to a five to a three. When I started to a two twenty five and then go back to five. Like I, I just think that that's wishful thinking. We have to mm-hmm. understand these companies are telling us, and I don't know, I'm not smart enough to understand it, that they're not making money. Right. So if they're saying they're not being profitable and they're bleeding money and they're, you know, the CEOs are selling shares of stock and they're doing this and they're doing that. And the IPOs go down and Instacart's value goes down. How do we expect them to pay us more? Right. So yeah. we have, to, and then we're, that's why we're looking at the consumer like, Hey, I just can't take these two and $3 orders. Because Cause no one, thing, no, no one should. And that's the thing. No one
1: should take those orders. So we're not saying to take them. What we're saying is there's, there's more of a, of a nuanced reason of why things are the, the way they are. So it's not as simple as, well, just got to pay more. When they implement more fees, they know how many customers are not going to, to play ball. They they have a good idea. If we increase it by this much, you could look at it when you order and say, Wow, like I've I've ordered from Instacarta and and I went through the groceries and how expensive groceries are. And I looked at the the bill before I pressed enter and I realized, I guess I don't need those cookies. All right, let me take those cookies. <laughs> yeah, let me let me take, yeah, I'm gonna take out this, 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 you know, yeah, this yeah. frozen dinner. I'll yeah. cook, you know what I mean? Like we do that because we're we don't want to spend our money, you know, foolishly. But at the same time, the drivers still need to be paid accurate, uh, you know, need to get paid fairly. And I, I think we can look at it. Uber, going back to Uber, how Uber rideshare drivers are dealing with this? Things go, it gets lower and lower. Is either you're in a market that you can make money or you can't, and nothing has yeah. really changed. They keep implementing certain things, trip radar, this, that, and third, and it's still not enough people are still upset. So if you look at Doordash and their future, just look at what Uber is doing right now. They've been around since 2010, I believe. So you kind of see the future of what where is it going?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think in in the I feel like the rideshare share drivers have really been fighting this fight a lot longer and harder than food delivery. Would you say that's accurate? Like yeah, they've been
1: there, they've been in the game longer. I, I remember yeah. taking Uber's, you know, before I even really did my driving for myself and and you talk to an Uber driver, they would complain. And I was before any of this stuff that was happening, you know, pandemics, stuff like that years and years ago where they, they were not happy with where the direction of Uber was going. Hmm. Let me I want
0: to read this comment. So uh, taqeem Hilton said they should raise the base pay based on seniority and reliable drivers. Do you think that if you've been a driver that has X amount of deliveries or X amount of years that you should be paid more than somebody that just turned on the app?
1: I will. I I do like that idea. As I'm reading it right now, the only thing it just feels very employee-ish to me. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you know, you've been you've been in the company for a while and you deserve a raise. Yeah. But if it was able to figure that out in a way that that's again transparent, like I, I don't see a problem with that idea. I I do believe that the longer you've put in the game, order good orders should at least the orders should come to you if you've been doing this for a while and you just didn't jump on it. But you've noticed. I'm sure you you noticed. You've been in the game for a while. When you first join an app, they take care of you. They bless you. They give you a lot of good orders to, to suckle you in. To, do you to, believe that? You be, Do you really yeah. believe that? Well, at least in my experience. In, in your, in in your experience. See,
0: well, I, I, I think I, I've heard that a lot, and I think that there's truth there. But then I, I, I can only talk about my experience and what I've seen with my eyes, right? Yeah. Madison did DoorDash a couple months ago. She tried it out for like a week and a half. She was brand new. They sent her trash and good stuff. You know, she didn't make she was making less money on average when she was out than I was. And I was a seasoned. So it's like, I don't know if they if they treat a new account. I I could see why they would, because for me, I think they have to it's this balance it's a weird balance because you want senior drivers should get some kind of priority like they've been out here hustling delivering your orders for you you got to take care of them right yeah you know but like you talked about it could be like a w2 like do you take care of the cook that's been there 20 years better than the one that's been there two weeks you should you should that's like a w that's a w2 mindset it feels w2 yeah it does because if you to your point if you don't take care of a new driver coming in you discourage them if you send them all the trash and keep and give all the good orders to the OGs. The yep. new driver might not come back, and you want the new driver because you can actually probably manipulate them a little bit better. Yeah, the turnover gonna, is really high. Turnover is really high, so I, I think it's a weird thing. You know, for my
1: um, for my experience with DoorDash when I first joined, they gave me that top dasher thing, and I did not earn it. So that kind of tells me they really wanted me to to enjoy my experience, and plus it was still during the pandemic, and they needed (laughs) drivers out there. So they really made sure that I was taken care of by giving me something that I didn't earn, right? Like, how how can you become a top dasher without going through what a top dasher is supposed to come through? Mm -hmm. It was like, no, you're in New York City, you're in Brooklyn, we need you out there. Have at it, and then you enjoy it, and then in your mind, at least in my mind, I was thinking, man. I don't have to do anything ever again in my life. I'll just be a DoorDash driver. I was doing pretty well. And then after like maybe like in a month, you're like, oh, it's just like Uber Eats. It's mm. got good days and some bad days. So mm-hmm. I do believe they do take care of you in the beginning um, as, as you jump these platforms.
0: Yeah. I want to ask you a question about uh, the video that you made, I believe this morning or was it yesterday about the, your reaction to the, TikTok.
1: I, uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, That was today. Yeah, so yeah. Can,
0: can you kind of just share with us the story of the video he made and what you think about that and the yeah. message to drivers?
1: Yeah. So I made, I had a video, it came on, it came, uh, it was uploaded at around, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon. It was responding to a TikTok. Um, uh, this, this, uh, dude took a two seventy uh, set order for McDonald's and he dropped it off at a location. The customer said, You oh, I put the wrong address. He says, go walk in and get yourself because I'm not doing this anymore. He was yeah. really upset. He had a whole story about it. It's like, these are nice houses here. And this is all you gave me with this much money. And but the the beginning of the story is where he should have stopped. As I said, why did you take an order that was $2.75? Like you played yourself. Yeah. You know, like DJ College, like you played yourself. Like what do you
0: what do you expect? What do you
1: expect? Like, yeah, you you looked at you looked at this. You you are operating your own business. You looked at a terrible offer, a terrible business deal. You said, "All right, I'll take it." Like why? That was that was your bad. You know, like it was my my story. My uh, I guess uh, analogies with where you have brand new sneakers on. You see dog poop outside on the street. You looked at the poop you're walking and you stepped intentionally into the pool and, and, and then you get mad. mad yeah <laughs> i can't believe it this smells my root my sneakers are ruined like yeah. you yeah. Th- that's you that's all on you like it's you see these offers and if you are in an area where the offers are like that then that's when you not it's time to find something else to do but yeah, yeah. that was just my my and that that could have been him just doing a story for his tiktok he seems like a really um anime a storyteller i actually thought the story was kind of cool but no yeah I've, I've Independent his Other
0: stuff. i've seen some of his other stuff a few things and it's like he's you know he's good on camera he's yeah got yeah he's yeah, entertaining it's entertaining and i think what we have to realize is this is entertainment some of these guys are being truthful some of them are just giving you some content because you want to be entertained right yeah but like it's just interesting because i've done it i've taken orders that are trash uh, not knowing it, or maybe it's part of a stack. And then I find myself on my car, like, God damn, they didn't, like, this person's a client, you know, and I talk about it. So like, it's like this weird thing. We have this like love, hate relationship with our customers, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like the rush. And I think DoorDash plays on that. The, all the apps do. It's the rush of like, oh, I got this banger, $30. And they hide the tip. It goes from nine to 37. I had one of those this week and it's like, it's a rush. It's like that dopamine of like, wow, that was great. It's awesome. It's, a, And then, an hour later, you're delivering a three-dollar order, right? And you're like, why did I just do that? And you can only be mad at yourself, like Cannibal's saying. That's like, what it is. You me. have to
1: be responsible of what you do. And because you're not an employee. Like he said, he he had his regular W-2 job and he decided to do some DoorDash. Those are two different mindsets you have that an employee, you're kind of it's more of a rigid, structured thing where you're gonna have to deal with some uncomfortable situations and some people that come in. Let's like I say if you're a front desk receptionist, any person comes in there, you got to deal with it. That's your job, right? Unless, again, unless they do something completely crazy or illegal. Yeah. But with but the beautiful thing about what we do, we can pick and choose who to work with. Yeah. And that's what we need to understand. And I understand that the apps are not giving us a lot to work with, right? Yeah. They're giving us yeah. crap and crap, but we are, you can't accept the crap. And if it's too much, then you need to find something else, or at least another, another app to use. Yeah.
0: I want to I want to get your uh, raw opinion, and I didn't. Me and Hannibal haven't talked about this. I'm going to ask him a question. I want his opinion on it. Do you think DoorDash is prioritizing accounts based on acceptance rate in 2023? Do you think there's any validity to that, or do you think it's coincidence?
1: I think there's some valid points there. I think, but there's also evidence says they're not. Um, right. shout out to yeah. uh, the gig geezer
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's letting me know like he puts he puts community posts he's talking about it. it's not it don't matter to him he has his at two percent or something like that and i understand if you're a true independent contractor it's an insult that our incept- acceptance rate is even mattering facts yeah. and ogs i think the ones who are really knocking this out where they're like hey if if the, if the game is changing and i think so i think doordash and a lot of these they're changing to make you take more battles offers i definitely agree
0: with
1: that yeah that they're that the ogs are like well i'm gonna go and download different apps i'm gonna try curry i'm gonna try deliver that i'm gonna try other apps where you can deliver more valuable uh packages and, and loads where you can get paid more money for what you're doing or even investing in cargo vans and really setting up a real business because if that's the game they're playing and i'm a true independent contractor i'm not playing that game and i totally understand that so you look you have to look at the app, you gotta look at that app, you gotta look at the platform, look at your market, and decide am I going to continue this? Cause this is the game they're gonna set up, or not. But it's still all uh individual decision. So do I think it's going to matter? Yeah, because they gotta get these orders out, they gotta get these EBT orders, these snap orders. Yeah, they're not gonna have tons of tips on these orders, guys. Like yeah. they're not. So, how do they do it? Well, if we persuade you to have your acceptance rate over 50 percent. Most likely, those orders are gonna get delivered.
0: Yeah, great point. I th- I definitely think that, and 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 this is we've talked about this, you know, and all the other thousand channels have talked about this. But I think the truest thing for me, in my opinion, is like we have these people that have opinions, whether content creators in the comments, you guys in the live chat. Well, I don't think this. Maybe this. My experience has been this. This is my opinion. AR matters. AR doesn't matter. We see a mixed bag of it. But like at the end of the day. The one thing for me that I just keep coming back to, we've talked about it a thousand times. It's cliche. Listen, Hannibal's market is Brooklyn, okay? I live in St. Louis. Gig Geezer is – is see, I think he's Texas or somewhere, right? Ah, or, damn it. it's, No, um, he's in I the think North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to Geezer. He's going to wind up being on the show here soon. Yeah, probably. cool, Maybe cool, dude. next week or the week after. I think in a couple of weeks he's going to be coming on. because I, I, I like his – He's an OG in this space and he's oh, yeah, forward thinking yeah, yeah. and he's got he's got solutions to things. So We're going to have him on. So I'm glad you mentioned him. Um, but anyway, so. I, I think that the your market is going to dictate how you have to move. Right. Yeah. So somebody like myself saying, hey, guys, this is my experience. OK, I'm trying some things. I'm seeing success. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you because your market in North Carolina might be your saturation levels might be very different. Your median household income could be different. Are you rural versus urban, like mine? Are you in Brooklyn, where like you know the traffic's crazy? You know, like you're better off suited to having a scooter or an e-bike. You know, so like we have to remember that you you're responsible for deciding what's going to work for you and what app hits right. And I'm you know I've showed my audience, hey, okay, I worked four days this week, it made nine hundred and sixty bucks. I mean, I think for most of us would probably be happy with that result. Didn't Not bad lot,
1: at all. Yeah, that, that's a pretty a good lot situation. Of miles.
0: That's one app, right? Um, if I needed, if I would have worked today and yesterday and Thursday, I would have made 1500 bucks with DoorDash. That's not bad, right? But yeah. that doesn't mean that you're going to do that, right? So what is the app for you in your market that's going to hit, you know? And I think we have to keep coming to that versus like, well, okay, I figured out what it is you got to do, because it's not going to work for
1: everybody, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think where like where you are is a very unique situation. Like you said, I think you've have that privilege of being in a major city but it's not a big city yeah and like i you know w- when i visit uh, your your hometown for the gig conference and i'm like i can hear crickets chirping i can see some stars, you stars. said that we i were, was like yeah. i feel like i'm in the burbs and the boonies but i'm in a major city like you don't hear no crickets you in brooklyn you hear you know ambulances and gunshots but you don't hear crickets right traffic crazy here but your traffic is pretty reasonable like you can work 11 hours and not get stuck in something like you probably have some 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 down some rush hour stuff but nothing compared to where I live where you're able to navigate and also you have an area where there's enough valuable offers being sent to you right that's just where you live right and if another person may have a completely different experience and it doesn't mean it it really depends on where you where you land and it's it is as simple as that sometimes
0: Yeah. And that's why we got to, you know, we have to keep realizing you got to figure out what are people willing to pay to do in your market and what can you, you know, because I think even in 2023 with these, you know, inflation and recession, it's going to be hard for a lot of people. People still want convenience. Convenience is something that people still value, right? Yes. They just do. And there's still going to be people that have some disposable income to like Hannibal, he's gonna order Instacart. He might have to take the cookies out the cart, but he's still gonna use that because Which he wants it's to it's use
1: probably it. a good idea for weight issues. You know, you gotta lean, keep it lean, order the essentials, because I gotta get my eggs, you know, that's like fifteen dollars or whatever the price is. So I gotta make sure you're know, you're good to go with that. But yeah, and also you wanna try the apps that do business to business deliveries. You know, your curries, um, your V Holes, your there's so many of those other those other apps that um dealing with a business to business they usually will pay you more than uh business to customer business to customer is relying on tips but if you do business to business you find those apps and again I'm not telling anyone to do this I mean investing in a cargo van is a tremendous tremendous investment
0: that's a, big in- that's a big investment yeah
1: but to and I'm bringing more people to talk to on my channel who have done this. And seeing their experience where, you know, because, with you know, going back with the gig geezer, the reason why he came to the conclusion of having a van, he talked first, he was talking to someone who had it, but he realized there's a ceiling to the amount of money you can make with these apps. There is there is a cap, right? you only one person, certain, certain amount of hours. What can you do to elevate, to make more money? Well, one, and if you still want to do courier work, well, investing in a cargo van where you can take heavier items and, and transport them that's where you can make more money. So it's more of, like you said, leveling up. Um, but that's a, that's a strategy that anyone can use. Just find what, what's the, what's the level up for works yeah. for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I think that's, I think that's, that makes complete sense. You know, I can't wait to have a combo with him about that and a little bit more, but so let me ask you as an Instacart, do we want to get, bring it back in conclusion to the mandatory tipping thing. Yeah. If Instacart tomorrow, if let's say you order some groceries and I know you tip, cause you've talked about it, but if yeah. there was a mandatory tip on there, would that, I feel like for you, it wouldn't stop you from ordering because you are somebody that tips. But would you be taken back by that? Would it would it pause you to be like, hold up, do I want to do business with Instacart because they're telling me I have to tip? How would you look at that if you open? Well,
1: it? I would. I wouldn't like if it if they said a tip is, let's say the mandatory tip is fifteen percent. Like they'll try to you know, I tip twenty. So if I just ordered, I'm paying less money, and yeah. then I'm feeling well. I, I guess I did my I did my job. I tip. I yeah. got the tip through. Now I probably irritate my wife. because like, "Why is she? You know, because we didn't have the best experiences with every Instacart shopper." So also now it's like I'm paying more. The experience better be yeah to a certain level, and it's not. I'm sorry, guys. Like there's again maybe just my luck. There's you have a good shopper, and then you have one that is not communicating, putting raw and and raw food with cooked stuff, dumping everything in one so you, bag. So you've had some
0: bad experiences. Yeah, like, really, but.
1: If I usually do 20, 22 percent, and now it's fifteen, I'm like, all right, well, you're right? saving like, money. I'm saving money, <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing too. Like, if you're a big tipper, but the or if the tip is already there, so now your your high your big tippers may not tip as much because they think they did their job. They're like, well, I tipped you. I'm tipping yeah. what the app tells me to. Do. Yeah. So you eliminate a little bit of that flexibility. So I don't know. Like, I I don't think it will work, but I know some people do. But I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I I feel like, shout out to uh, Trash Media, Rideshare what? Hustler, formerly right. known as Rideshare Hustler. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of him. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I think I see that, you know, but I don't know. I think if we, let's say it happened tomorrow. We, let's just, you know, it's not going to, but it happens tomorrow on DoorDash and Instacart and Uber and Grubhub and whatever. It's mandatory. It's there. It says, you know, mandatory tip for placing this order. Boom. I think in a few months, let's say six months to a year, I think consumers would just be like, okay, well, it is what it is. And I don't think it would change that much as far as how consumers would decide to use that app or not. You know, you mentioned the Netflix thing, right? Like I have Netflix. I know the price increase. I think I pay. Maybe sixteen bucks or something like that. I got the plan where you can have like three or four devices. I think it's sixteen ninety nine, right? I'm
1: borrowing some. <laughs> yeah, and it, it used to be,
0: when, it, when I got it, it used to be nine ninety nine. And I think yeah, yeah, I know a couple people have my password, and that's why I have you can have four devices, so it's not an issue. Yeah. But I've been hearing that Netflix is stopping that, right? So a lot of people are have backlash, right? Yeah. I think people will not use Netflix, but I also feel that people eventually will get over it. And they'll they'll just still have Netflix because there's a certain show they might want, so they'll just bite the bullet and say, you know what, I don't like Netflix, but I I, I feel like I need it, so I'm yeah. just gonna cave in. And I think most consumers would be like, hey, I don't like that DoorDash is doing this, but I'm just I want my Chipotle bowl. <laughs> you it know what would, I'm saying?
1: It, the, the, I guess the biggest obstacle for one company. To decide to do it is what their competition is going to do mm. because they're still trying to do a winner takes all. So DoorDash would love to have Uber get out of Uber Eats and grow. Like They would love that because I'll just give them maximum control of the market share. So for it to work, to me, to work effectively, all of them have to do it at the same time. But like they'll have to kind of get come together. Like, listen, let's all put and to a point where there is a, a different that's saying oh you have no you have to tip around here if you don't want to that would make sense to me but yeah of course people do get um used to certain fees it'll be the big backlash are they willing to take that big backlash are they willing to take the negative press when they make you have a mandatory tip but you're having door dashers and not all of them but the problem is they love covering the negative stories of a dasher doing something wrong we so do as content
0: creators. We like talking about it too, you know. Yeah, we're all guilty I was so
1: doing so. something wrong, and then they could point. Well, why we're paying? Why? Why I'm paying more for this because of of that. So if if a t- company is strong enough to kind of go through that, then eventually, yeah, behaviors of the c- consumers may change. I just don't see how that's going to work though. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out to Bud Soda. I don't know what's going on with Bud Soda, but everybody knows who Bud Soda is. Everybody give a little uh, praying hands emojis. I think Bud Soda's having some car maintenance issues maybe. Uh, but.
1: uh yeah, tell me about it, bro. Yeah, we this is the toughest thing. Yeah, the toughest thing, right?
0: So um yeah, I think it's just, it's interesting cuz like I I keep I think we're so like we, we talk about certain things that could happen and it's fun to talk about it, but who knows, you know, I think the best thing is we just got to go, just go make your money. And if the, if the orders fine, look fine. good for you, yeah. take them, but like, don't take the trash and then expect it to be good. Like most of the time, if you're going to take a two, $3 order, the outcome's not going to be great. It's not going to make you feel good. Right. So I know we want mandatory tips, but like it's not going to happen because like Cannibal's saying like, the first company that does that, people will be like, DoorDash is doing, uh, I might go to Uber. And then DoorDash is going to see some kind of kickback and some kind of negative result at some point. Even if it's they only lose 5%, that's a, big, that's a, that's a lot that's, of
1: people. Yeah, that's a lot. It, that's yeah, a that's lot. a lot. Of, I would love to know who, in terms of income, which app more well-to-do people are on. That would kind of make sense of, well, they are already tipping or they, they wouldn't mind putting the extra amount of money in. But a lot of, I I don't know, I think, you know, when a lot of the orders being put out are fast food orders where they're not used to tipping at all, they're having issues even pre-tipping. Yeah. Adding another fee, I don't see why would they consider staying on.
0: My opinion on that, I've never worked Grubhub, but I feel like if we're talking Grubhub, Uber, and DoorDash, I think Grubhub has a little bit more of the. The 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 bougie the rich people whatever <laughs> and then I think it's Uber Eats and then I think it's DoorDash. That's I definitely think I yeah think. if but Uber
1: Eats on yeah definitely DoorDash is the the I bottom. I think it's <laughs> the,
0: I think it's at the bottom, and but I think that's also why they have the largest market share because there there are more places so exactly they have more of a consumer pool to choose from and when you, you know, when you have that you're obviously going to have a larger number of maybe people that don't have a high income you know what I mean yeah um, so I think that's just a numbers game but you know who, who really um,
1: Hannibal, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, man. It was another—I know it was another hour and seven minutes, as we always do. We talk well, You a know, lot. Listen,
0: that's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how we do it. I do uh, want to ask you. I got one more question. Sure. This is NBA related. Listen, I know we're going to talk uh, about it tomorrow. We
1: don't have to bring this up right now. I'm so <laughs> recovering. This is ridiculous. I don't know it what's going on. It's I'll crazy. say real quick. Yeah. I think he—I think Kyrie Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. I think he's gonna stay in Dallas long term. Mm. I think he, I think he didn't like the owner, and we can talk more about this tomorrow. I but think okay. he had he he probably did not like how the owner handled this that situation, and Mark Cuban is a better owner, and I think probably he, the
0: best, probably the best owner in all
1: lawyer loyal, loyal. He would you know Mark Cuban you know he wouldn't have let that happen the way it, it happened in um, Kyrie in Brooklyn. Do I think there's a championship in Met Ma- no. 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 We'll talk tomorrow. We'll talk more about that. But I appreciate, appreciate, I appreciate bringing you, it up, Thank man. You. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later, brother. Later, man.
0: All right. My man Hannibal is hungry. My number one. It's my guy right there. So if you don't know who Hannibal is, please go check him out. Um, great content, great perspective. Um, yeah. So mandatory tips. Mandatory tipping, man. I I don't I'm still a little bit torn. I, I feel like drivers would make less money, actually, overall. I do I do believe that because I think it, it would depend on, all, obviously, what that percentage is. but Or maybe they make about the same. Who knows? But I think when you force something upon somebody, it's usually not a good thing, right? It's usually not a good thing. But shout out to all the consumers out there. Listen, we're drivers bringing you something for your convenience, for whatever. You're hungry. You're tired. You had a long day. You got to feed the kids. You're at work, blah, blah, blah. Throw a little love and appreciation to your driver, the person that's ordering it for you sometimes, driving it to you, handling handling it for you. I know some DoorDash drivers specifically aren't great, right? They might put that order in the wrong spot in the door. They might not follow instructions, but go into it positively, right? If there's a suggested tip on there, know that that's going to somebody that's wanting to do a service for you. Don't back the tip out. So I'm being nice, right? I'm being nice. All right. So yeah, uh, appreciate you guys for watching. Um, hit that thumbs up. I'm thinking about we're going to maybe share the live stream and get some people's opinions on the man- on these topics. Mandatory tipping, um, negative content creation. Where has it gotten us? Are we in a better spot now than we were two years ago when I started? All the negative stuff, all these, the DoorDash is the worst. I would love for somebody to come in and talk about that, even if you're a fellow content creator. We have all these negative videos. You can't do this, blah, 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 blah. Let's have some solutions. Like, are we in a better spot now than we were two years ago? I don't think we are. I don't. I think we've been fed pacifiers. I think I've been giving you guys pacifiers sometimes. Shame on me for doing that. I'm putting myself in that group, guys. Uh, you know, and I, I know it's entertaining. I know that it, it, it's relatable. I know, it, you know, there's value in that. There is because we can share in the empathy. We can share in the frustration. I, I hear you. I get it. I think there is some value there. But are we in a better spot than we were two years ago? So those are some topics. I'm going to share the StreamYard link with you guys right now. Um, and we're going to see who wants to have that conversation. So um, if you've never been on the show, please feel free. Don't be shy. Go ahead and come in. I'm going to share this link with you guys. Uh, shout out to my man Hannibal once again. Appreciate you for coming on, man. Um, appreciate you taking the time on Sunday night to bless us with those lessons, my man. All right, so let me go ahead and share this with you guys here. And for anybody that's late coming in, we did announce a solo winner, uh, the $500 giveaway. That was Mohammed M. from L.A., Los Angeles. No, not Los Angeles. I think it's Louisiana. Um, He did reach out to me, so we'll be getting that to him this week. So shout out to Mohammed. He was a winner. Um, Let's go ahead and do that. And I'm going to share this link, and I'm going to pin it for anybody that wants to come in. Uh, Man, here we go. One second, guys. And while, while I allow some time for that to happen, I'll read some comments about what you think about the conversation Hannibal and I just had. So it is, oh, hold on. It is pinned at the top of the comment section. The StreamYard link is available. So let's go. It's actually easier for me to read on my phone because the light. Okay. Driver says, I want to join, but I'm eating ribs. <laughs> yeah, don't join if you're eating ribs. Enjoy those ribs. What up, Top Queen? Trash Media, one day I'll have the courage to jump on. Hey, you do your own lives. You got no problem jumping on here, man. Lazarus, thanks for the five, my friend. Change change of subject. I'm 53. What was your favorite PS1 game? I love Resident Evil. Never had a PS1. I had a PS2. Um, Never a PS1. I played, I think, one of the Grand Theft Auto games was kind of a game I played. Then I played, like, some of the football games. I had a Sega Genesis. I liked the Sonic, and I liked a football game on Sega. That's most of the game, I don't. I wasn't a big gamer, so if that if that helps, but I had a PS One, not a PS Two. Base pace should be the subject, not mandatory tips. Okay, okay. Uh What up, real talk with Roy? Somebody many buy, but so a gas can. Final Fantasy, never played Final Fantasy. Though that should foot the bill, not the customer. Mm-hmm. What up, Tom? How you doing? How you doing? Got to go fast. What up, there, David Shen? NBA Two K. Okay, okay. So I'm going to allow some people to come in. Keep hitting that thumbs up for you, boy. I don't know how many thumbs up we got, but let's get up to at least 100, guys. So I see the Driven Dan. I see the Matrix. I see Dash of I see GigaHolic Rex. I see I see all the usual suspects lined up in front of me. I'll give you guys a few minutes. I'm going to read a few more comments. Appreciate you guys for stopping in. Uh, 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 Pedro, why do you encourage taking a $9 order for five or six miles? TechWala, why do I encourage? I encourage people making money. And doing things that work for you. Um, I've had good results this week, and I have taken some $9 orders going five or six miles because it's worked for me. Uh, also, I will say not all miles are created equal. Five or six miles on a road that has a lot of stop signs and stoplights is not the same as a six mile order, and 4.5 of those miles are highway. So I hope that answers your question. Pedro sent you an email. Jeff, I'll have to check that. I wasn't in my emails today until I got here. Crash Media, hey, next week for sure, man. I lost a wife to video games. That's actually kind of sad. Light, you should come on the show one week. That would be fun. Palm digs, appreciate the five. Thank you. Uh Uber Lyft Phoenix, what up, Aaron? How you doing? Okay. Da, 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 da. I don't know what I'm here to support. Pedro, LOL, F, DoorDash is my opinion. Okay, cool. Hey, feel however you want to feel for DoorDash. I will say this. um, I will say this. I think if you're somebody that is working a gig economy app like DoorDash, I'll just use DoorDash because we like to talk about DoorDash. If you think the app is that bad, if it's that horrible, if it's that evil, if the company's that bad, why do you still turn on the app? Is it just because, yeah, I, you know, I use it as an opportunity. I make some money. Hey, I could respect that. Right. But I also look at it like this for all, anybody that has a W2 out there, if your W2 was treating you that poorly, would you stay? And I know it's hard to relate the to because W2, you know, you have a lot more, you know, it, it's different types of work, right? If DoorDash is that bad, try something else, right? Don't waste your time. Don't give DoorDash your energy, Right. Um, try a different app. Try a different way of making money. There's a lot of opportunities out here right now. Don't feel like DoorDash has to be your only one or one of your main ones or one of your eight. Try some other stuff. You might be surprised at your results. All right. So let's go ahead and bring in the panel. I want to get their opinion on the mandatory tips. This is what I'm going to do before you guys come in. I want to I'm going to give everybody about a minute, minute and a half. Let me know what you think about mandatory tipping. Uh, if you want another minute, minute, and a half to talk about the negative uh, content, the negative like feelings, what have we gone in the last two years? Are we better off? Are we in a better spot or not? If you want to bring that up, you can. Um, but I want to I want to talk about those two topics. So if you have something else on your mind, you can come back later or for another week. But I want to talk about mandatory tips and negative negativity in the gig world. Are we should we still be doing that? Are we better off or worse off? Oh I got a lot more people in here. Hold on. Who else? I see Ryan Edgar and Jessica. Okay. So if, I, if you've never been on the show before, you do have to show your face, unfortunately, because I don't want somebody coming in here acting crazy. So first I'm going to bring in the Driven Dad, Matrix, Dasher Bench, Gigaholic Rex, and Bud Soda. So, gentlemen, get ready. So I see Tony, the Driven Dad. We have The Matrix. We have Dasher Benge. We have Gigaholic Rex. And the man, the myth, the legend, he needs no introduction, Bud Soda, Mr. Stack and route in the building. How are you guys doing?
3: Hey, Pedro, how do you doing? Know? How's everybody? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I want
0: to start with, uh, I'm going to start with the Driven Dad, if he is uh, ready to talk about the topics. And how you doing, Tony?
4: Hey, what's up, man? What's up, what's up,
0: man? So yeah. What's, on, what's um, on your mind about the mandatory tips?
4: Mandatory tips. tips. I hate it.
0: <laughs> Tell me why.
4: Um. Me personally, from my perspective, when I get a gratuity, you know, um, onto my ticket, Mm
2: -hmm. when
4: I'm with a big party, Mm -hmm. it's like a a slap in my face because they're expecting that I would just tip them only 18%. Mm -hmm. Um, when I never tip that low. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's before I started doing DoorDash and Uber as well. So, um, that's just my opinion. It's like, uh, gonna make the people who tip well just tip minimum at that point minimum
0: yeah yeah
4: but you know overall it's kind of like the way doordash used to be where you know we had like seven dollar base pay and then um they would like supplement your tip with base pay uh if the tip was higher than two dollars then you know they would take that $2 away from the base pay Mm -hmm. Um, is kind of a tip pull situation, maybe kind of, but um, basically it would raise the level of how much you're getting paid for every order. And, you know, people would adjust to their minimum that they would take basically, you know, it would create the same problem. Um, just on so a you're, different you're
0: kind level. of saying, like, let's say Pedro's minimum was five bucks and now I would just up my minimum to seven, something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. OK. okay. Uh, let me the Matrix. What do you think? Mandatory tipping, good or bad idea? I think uh, it might be a good idea. Um, okay, okay. What I've suggested
5: many times before, if I had Tony like on my couch, like with my mm-hmm. arm around him, take that suggested tip from 350 and just move it to 450 and it would make an incredible difference in the number of orders that would get picked up it's not a mandatory tip it's the suggested tip and that's the problem mm-hmm. in my market doordash every order if it's 20 dollars order an 80 dollars order the suggested tip from doordash has that little circle filled in at 350 mm-hmm. if they just move that over to 450 just one dollar so many more orders would get picked up and I I don't think it's a mandatory thing. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I worked in restaurants for 20 years. I know that gratuity, you know, if you have a party of eight, 10, 12, you know, you add that 15 to 18% on, I don't think that's necessarily the answer. Just move up the suggested tip and I'm telling you, Pedro, I think 90% of the people would not notice what Hannibal was talking about earlier. Fees have gone up and up and up over like two years. People don't care. They still want their Taco Bell. They still Mm -hmm. want their McDonald's. They still want the order. They just press, you know, enter, uh, finish order, whatever it is. If it's just this arbitrary extra dollar or extra $2, Mm -hmm. it's not a mandatory tip. It's the suggested tip. I think on DoorDash would make a massive difference for drivers. Even if it went to maybe 550, no matter the no matter what the order total was, if it just moved up I think a majority of the customers wouldn't even look at it. They would just hit order, like confirm order, delivery, whatever. They wouldn't even notice it. I mean these t- these fees now are like 15, 18, 22 dollars per order. What's an extra dollar? They're not going to notice. Yeah. I don't think. So I would I would err on the side of not a mandatory tip, but, but just, just upping the up suggestion is
0: what you're saying. Yes,
5: just up that yeah. suggested tip, and I think it would change the entire game
6: for drivers. That's another way to look at it for sure. Yeah.
0: Dasher bench? What's your What's your opinion? Thoughts? Mandatory tip? Good or bad? Good or bad thing for drivers?
6: Neither. Stupid idea.
0: <laughs> okay. So talk. Um, t- tell me more. Tell me more.
6: All right. I want to go back to. I'm interested. What's uh, going to be in Mr. Hannibal's upcoming video on whether DoorDash is a luxury service or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Going back to the video you made last month, uh, raising that question. In my view, I think you could see it as a luxury service if you're getting good service. Um, Mm -hmm. On a cruise ship, like you went on, you know, Mm -hmm. I know those employees are, mm, are 10 star. They've been trained. Oh, yeah. uh, they have, uh, I can trust them. Uh, but, I mean, I've, I assume cause you know, you're paying a thousand bucks for the cruise anyway, mm-hmm. the fanciest I've ever eaten is cheesecake factory. But, yeah. um, uh, it, I would say if you're, uh, if you're receiving, I don't even know why we're even having this conversation when there's people in this chat who don't use your hot bags, you know who you are. Um, but if you're, it, if your food is getting left in a tree, or something like that. That to me is not a luxury service. Uh, like mm-hmm. Hannibal said, I think it was in his video that sparked this. Um, there are drivers who don't deserve a tip. Yeah. I'm, that I means, agree. If, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. With somebody's that. Uh, somebody's giving crap service. I want them to run their car into the ground. I want their business to fail. Um, but uh, my thing, I'm uh, what really makes me cringe about this is uh, people who suggest mandatory t- um, tipping it sounds like they're not even thinking like what would actually happen if that were to happen let's say doordash did it um i do think it would chase a lot of customers away and i think they would move on to uber eats where they would eventually learn how to tip bait um could be with because uh, uh, we've You know, DoorDash has the market share, so they've got the wider demographic. So including the, uh, I really think if DoorDash customers could tip bait, they would, a lot of them. Last thing we need is their customer base going over to Uber Eats. I would say if it, even if the idea of mandatory tipping did work, it would have Mm -hmm. to, it would have to happen on all the platforms at once. Right. And my other issue is who decides the minimum. I don't think the whole debate would – seeing the community for the couple of years I have, the, the debate wouldn't go away. It would just turn into, okay, now the mandatory tip is
0: not enough
6: because the yeah. $4, $4 well, orders for 10 miles is still going to be $4 for 10
2: miles. And, and, that, and that
0: goes to what Driven Dad was saying, right? We would just, as drivers, adapt our minimum, and then really nothing would be solved because then some orders would still not be delivered, right? Because we're yeah. just making more money. But we're still one. Do the same type of work, so I think
4: that's that's interesting. Let me yeah, get to. Yeah, I didn't. I just want to real quick say um, I gotta drop out of here. But thanks for inviting me on, Pedro. Oh, and uh, thank you. I'll
0: be listening. Sounds good. Have a good night. So let me get to uh, Gigaholic Rex uh, Mandatory Tipping. Give me your thoughts on this.
3: I don't think it should be done. Um, I think it will drive off some customers. What what I would like to see, and you know it's kind of controversial. I would think. We know the people who don't tip, right? There's consistently customers on these platforms who are never gonna tip, right? What if they went through, the algorithms are learning which customers are tipping and which customers are not. Those who never tip throw the bone to default them to a mandatory tip. Those customers who always are tipping don't set a default. Let them tip how they're normally gonna tip. Now that's gonna drive probably all of the people who don't tip away, but does that, does that hurt us? A lot of us are not making money on all those orders where these people are ordering, they're not tipping anything, right? Mm-hmm. Those sit out there, we get bad ratings, we get contract violations. It's a thing that makes us all put up negative stuff, right? Yeah, why is that guy not tipping on yeah. now? Yeah. DoorDash should raise the base. There's no there's no dispute there. But the only dispute I would say is they're not making money either, right? Mm-hmm. None of these companies' business model, as Hannibal said, is making money. They're all trying to operate like Amazon in the early days, right? The the fastest one to their Last one standing, and then they'll jack the prices up 10 times more. And we the drivers are going to get squeezed even more yeah. at that point. So yeah. I, I don't want a mandatory tip. I know I do a lot of more Instacart than Doordash. And they used to default the tip to 10% for all the all the customers. And they saw after pandemic starting to lose business by doing that. They dropped it back down to five percent. Right mm-hmm. now, there's good customers there who probably would default. If you defaulted to 10, they're going to pay it. They don't care. They're just doing it. But the fact that it's five makes a lot of those orders not profitable for us anymore. So I don't think there should be a mandatory. But I wish the algos could adapt somehow to hit the people who are never going to tip, right? They're never going to tip yeah. it. And yeah. I don't think it's a luxury. You know, I know we all say it's a luxury service anymore. A lot of people who are ordering this don't have cars, right? They don't have a way to get anywhere. They can't go pick up their food now. You know, I can say, hey. <laughs> go make a sandwich. A lot of them mm-hmm. can't afford any of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So I don't have a problem delivering to something, you know, somebody who is in need, but a lot of these people are not. The ones who are tipping are not like that. They're just yeah. expecting they're entitled. Hey, give me my stuff or give me my food as fast as I want. And I don't care about you.
0: Yeah. Good points. I think and I, I'm really I'm really anxious to see Hannibal's video because I know he's going to come in with some things and not a lot of people will agree with it, but Because I've said, hey, this is a luxury service. I think it used to be at one point, several years ago maybe even, right? But now it's become so convenient and it's so – market like these companies have so much marketing behind it that it's not luxury like it was, right? Because now, like you said, a lot of people just use it and they become accustomed to using it and the pandemic really catapulted that and we just expect as consumers, hey, I can get McDonald's anytime. Okay, it's an expectation now. And you get it pretty quick most of the time, even sometimes with a tip or without a tip. So I think the luxury thing is definitely fading away because of just the sheer amount of people that are now able to use the platforms. You know? So I think it's going to be an interesting take you'll have. Um, Bud Soto, what do you, what do you say? Mandatory tips, good or bad for gig drivers?
7: Bad. Uh, be careful what you wish for because if all those non-tipping customers went away, like, part-timers who do this as a casual, there's some who do earn by time. They just do it for a little extra side money. They're not doing it like most of us do it. We're the 1%, not the 99 you know? So, like, if all those orders went away overnight, <clears throat> then every driver would be fighting for profitable orders. You know, in my market, a lot of them are actually less than $30 subtotals, especially during breakfast and lunch breakfast is very difficult to work in my market. Now that I lost spark, it's very hard for me to make money during breakfast time. I try to catch like, you know, shopping orders. And like he said, you know, the 5% default on a grocery order is joke for the most part. You know, you're doing a full service thing. Yes. It's not considered luxury anymore, but you are full service. But I do believe the legwork, there is money there. And I've done a lot of no tip or very low tip, uh, grocery and shopping orders lately but they paid very well like 15 20 25 dollars i did a 22 dollars target the other night that had no tip at all and there's a there's a fine line there there's you know for the ebt side there's some customers who genuinely need it i used what i did spark there was definitely a poor family they were definitely on assistance but they gave me what they could in cash. And you know, at one point, they were giving me a bunch of quarters. And I know that's their laundry money. So I said, here, take all the quarters. I'm happy with whatever else. you know, Because they wanted me to take something. But mandatory tips is a really bad idea. And then limiting the scope of what a customer can tip is also a bad idea. There used to be a 40% option on Instacart. That's gone. Now. What, a 40%? There used to be at thirty and forty. When I started, it was thirty and forty because customers told me that's what they tipped me. But that was probably
5: had, during the
0: that was probably in the height of the pandemic. I would imagine twenty twenty one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so May, that May that makes June sense, though. That makes that makes a little bit of sense. They can't have that now.
7: Well, leave it as an option. They got zero, zero as an option. You know how to hit other and type zero zero zero. You just hit zero button. They made it super simple. It's like really. Come on, man. Hmm. But at the same time, like he said, you know, change the suggested tip from two, three, three fifty to four, four fifty. And the majority of these orders would get done instantly, like that. But at the same time, you don't want to limit it to the four dollars because back when I had para, anyone that would roll it back to the four dollar, the hidden tip indicator, and it should have been more, I would flag. And I wouldn't do that anymore. So instead, I had to blacklist whole little sections because their neighbors decided to, you know, play that game when I have to sit there and wait 20 minutes for their food. Mm-hmm. So, that's so uh, not
0: I want to bring, bring one other person into this convo real quick. Uh, Jessica, I see if you can give me a thumbs up if you're ready that's to great. hop in. Uh, let me see, Jessica, can you see me? Yeah, okay, I see. I'm going to bring Jessica and get a lady's perspective on this. I want to see her thoughts on mandatory mandatory tipping good or bad and then we'll come back around to you guys for some for some final thoughts here uh Jessica how you doing
8: hello 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 so what are your
0: what are your thoughts on what these gentlemen and I are talking about tonight
8: my daughter here um it can definitely I know with tipping people want to feel like they're doing the right thing
2: mm-hmm.
8: so mandatory I wouldn't I couldn't do that. I wouldn't agree with it. Suggest it is definitely a good thing cuz some people don't know how to tip. Mm-hmm. So maybe just give them a little note and then cuz you know like on the bottom of receipts they'll say like 10%, 15%, 20% mm-hmm. and then it gives the customer a choice. But
0: yeah, I hear that. So, what what apps do are you? What apps do you work? And have you ever have Door- you ever used any of the apps as a consumer?
8: I started doing DoorDash in December.
0: Okay, so Barely- you're, you're still kind of new then. Yes. Awesome. What what market are you in? If you don't mind sharing that with us.
8: I am in West Virginia.
0: West Virginia. I've been to West Virginia. Oh, no. Shout out to West Virginia. <laughs> Hold on. Why did you say no, Matrix? Is that Matrix that
8: said, "Oh no"?
5: Oh, I said, oh no! I think that's a lot of rural areas, a lot of country miles,
0: a lot of driving. Is that how it is? Same here. That's that's how
8: my handle. So I'm like right at the tip where it's Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So let me, let me, let me get this back up to the matrix. Some final thoughts on these topics, and if you want to add any opinion about negativity within the geek community, are we in a better spot? that we were two years ago? Like, do we need to rethink and refocus how we're looking at these apps? What, what do you say to that, that stuff as well?
5: I just want to start real quick, Pedro. It, everybody on this uh, live stream has said it's no longer a luxury service. And I push really back hard on that. It is a luxury service. Mm. Somebody goes into a grocery store, goes up and down 12 aisles, shops for you, uses their breaks their tires, their gasoline, their insurance to deliver your order to your front door. Get the hell out of here. That's a luxury service.
2: That's a higher
5: service than what a waitress does. That's a higher service than what you get your toenails done. You get your haircut. That's a top end service. What do you? Uh, hang on. Pedro, give us a few more minutes. Uh, Bud Soto, what do you say?
7: Full-service shopping is its own category on its own because it requires a great amount of customer service and a background in it or just hardcore grinding it out until you figure it out. But just picking up and dropping off from the restaurants for the most part is not, in my opinion. That's just a convenience. Okay We're talking I, I talking $10 I, orders, not, not $50 shops.
2: Okay,
5: I agree with you. But even so, uh, driving across town... Going into a restaurant, waiting 15 minutes at a restaurant for an order, driving back across town, dropping the order at your doorstep. Tell me that's not a luxury service. What the hell other services do we have in our country that that is that that's pristine? Like there's no other service like that. It's a luxury service. The problem is the culture has changed. The culture has changed since the pandemic. I know, but I'm saying, okay, then let the apps change. Let DoorDash move their tip to a different level. It's a luxury service. It's not just walking across a dining room, taking an order for four people and getting eight bucks. It's a luxury service. We are using, and a lot of customers don't know this. I want to put this on the front end. They don't know that we use our own gas. They think we work for DoorDash. They think we work for Applebee's. They think we work for Uber Eats. They're like, ah, $15 in uh, fees. Certainly the driver is going to get the majority of that. They don't know that. So on the customer's behalf, I've talked to a lot of people on the street. They're like, well, certainly, man, you get like $10 or $12 in order. No, we don't. They don't know that. I'll push back
7: again. Prop 22 has destroyed tipping culture in California because people there know that they can rely on the Prop 22. And like John McHalen, for example, I'll just – Give an example, he quit DoorDash recently because it was so hard to find decent orders that are tips. And now everyone just milks that prop 22 clock for all it's worth. And on Maybe. the shopping apps, like you're saying, the full service, the the apps put you under extreme pressure or deactivate you if you don't do it within a certain time. But you're also supposed to be communicating with the customers doing replacements, not doing just refunds just because. So it's a it's a double-edged sword and it's freaking ridiculous. Be careful what you wish for is all I'm saying. You know,
5: well, Prop 22 is different. Prop 22 is in California, and that's an entirely different organism that most of us don't have to deal with. So that's a different deal. I'm just but saying, what, overall across oh, the other 49 oh, countries, like or uh, sorry, 49 states,
7: it's a luxury service. So,
2: so, I mean, okay, but money. what you're
7: what what you're suggesting, like if the fee and the customer knows part of that fee because they are adding to it now, and it's gonna be a bottom $5 base, all of a sudden, for McDonald's orders, my fast food orders, the majority of my orders are fast food I not McDonald's. Like, if that happened, and all my tips got taken away, my income level would drastically drop. Like, because people know that, oh, they're getting a $5 base pay, I don't have to tip them, you know? You know, a bid for my service, I think is a better idea, but be careful, again, what you wish for. Yeah, you know, I, I really I agree with you for the most part. but I just got to push back, brother.
5: Okay, uh, Pedro, can we just continue this for like sixty more seconds? Go ahead, and anybody else is welcome to come in and give their opinion on what these. Guys I mean, are. I, I just wanted to push back that it's no longer a luxury service. It's absolutely still a luxury service, and, and I'd, again, I push back assume. on that hard. Now, I, right, most yeah. customers don't know that we're using our own resources. That we're independent contractors. They don't know that. They're like, "Well, he works that's, for DoorDash. Screw him. F him. You know, we'll give him
7: two dollars." That, that's it's where we first. step in and educate our customers. So, like, well, I'm when I worked to. for Walmart Spark, when I worked for Walmart Spark, a lot of people, especially Walmart, think the employees, especially because they nationally advertise that in-home service. So, I had to. I had to educate my customers. I'm like, I've delivered your DoorDash, your Grubhub, and your Instacart when you were sick or when you got catering, you got a large order. You know, that was all me. And this is the same exact thing. And then finally, that customer like put two and two together. And like, she was angry at first because she thought it was just Walmart Associates being lazy, you know, but it wasn't. Let me answer Hannibal's question What uh-huh. is
5: luxury? Okay. Luxury is. We drive across town, on our own time, our own gas, our own brakes, our own you know vehicle, our own miles, pick up the order, wait for the order. And, and again, I have to preface this with the customers don't necessarily know that we do this, but we go to the uh, establishment, we wait for the order, we pick up the order, we put it in a bag, we drive across town, deliver it to your doorstep. Literally, you open your door, reach out, and grab your order.
6: Matrix.
3: Hannibal,
5: that is a luxury service. Matrix, that but is.
3: everybody's doing that now, right? I mean, I can order something from Best Buy and have it delivered to my door. There's not even an option to tip anymore. Yeah. Come but on, have, man. You, who Hello, delivers those orders? Years ago, who, delivered delivers the the Apple orders? who delivers those orders? Us. It doesn't matter, right? I, if I can't even tip. Yes, it matters. We deliver the those industry orders. Industry has changed. your Amazon guy right? The Amazon delivery guy. Now, we've got the people working for the company. Well, those guys get paid, I go get paid to the warehouse and route. pick up 100 packages, right? Hang on. They There's not even an option to tip.
5: It's different. They get paid by the route. Yeah. You show up as an Amazon driver or a flex driver and, and you say, would hey, I the I want same When work.
3: you're shopping your other or orders, right? Take the ones that are profitable to you. No, now, you I do. Amazon routes I do. that are absolutely trash. I do. I I that on this, hang on. Definition i this stream, right?
5: That it's no longer a luxury service it is a luxury service. It is Matrix,
6: Matrix. I got a question for you. Do you think yes. it's uh, if you're the customer? Um, do you think it would be it would still be considered a luxury service if the dasher mistreated your food because they weren't satisfied with the size of the tip? I think that's a real problem. I'm, I'm not saying it's like enormous, but that's the perception that we have because of the media and everything. Um, uh, if, if, for example, a cruise ship like Pedro was on, I would call that a luxury service because I, I know for a fact I'm getting good customer service because these are trained professionals, whereas we don't even have food handler's permits. Would you call it a luxury service when you you have no idea whether your dasher is some crackhead off the side of the road who just does his own thing. I'm just curious what you're thinking of that.
5: I I would say, I agree with you. There are some terrible dashers. There's probably some terrible. um, If Pedro goes on a cruise and he orders a bloody Mary and they bring him a gin and tonic, he might say, God damn, I'm on this luxury cruise liner. I just ordered this bloody Mary and they brought me the wrong drink. That will happen. I'll tell you one story for uh, 15 seconds. My last delivery tonight, this is the first time this has happened to me in 10,000 orders, 10,000 deliveries, 8,000 on DoorDash and a lot of other ones. I went to a delivery. It was handed to me. The pin on the map was the last house on the right. I pulled up, got out. There was a guy at the end of the driveway and he said, hey, and I said, hey, I said, can I give this to you? And he said, sure. I handed them the order. I'm not kidding you. This happened three hours ago. And I gave it to him and I drove off. And I got a call from DoorDash. And he said, hey, I showed my order was dropped off. And I said, yeah, I handed it to you at the end of your driveway. And he said, you didn't hand it to me. And I was like, yes, I did. And he said, I don't have my order. And so I said, a guy came to the bottom of the driveway. I handed it to him. And he proceeded to cuss me out and say, "This is why I don't tip in advance on DoorDash." And he hung up on me. And I was like, "Oh my God! I delivered to the wrong person. I, I would have never known because the guy came. Uh, uh, his neighbor came to the bottom of the driveway. I handed them the order. But that's one of those things where they're like." hey, I'm going to tip after I
7: get the service. Opposed to before well, the service. So I, yeah, but I, we all know that they won't tip after. Once they're done the transaction, they ain't going to tip after. Well, we course. all know that. Yeah. So, they're never going to tip you know, That's where, that's where leave-at-door, that's why I despise hand-to-me orders because the leave-at-door is a layer of protection for both the customer and the driver. So. Yeah, this is
6: why I always confirm their name as I'm handing it to them. And, of course, I know not everybody can carry a body yeah. cam, but I record every, every drop off
5: But hang on. If I, if I have a guy at the bottom of the driveway where the DoorDash map has pinned the house, yeah. and I say, hey, can I That's hand good. this to you? And he's like, sure. And I give it to him. And then, one in 10000
6: I delivered to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Well, you've never seen it all, man.
2: (laughs) You can never be too careful.
7: I just had a hand to me customer, even though I let the timer run out, there's some glitch with DoorDash where it says you didn't let the timer run out, but it says you did the final step, which you have to let the timer run out for. So, (laughs) And the fact that it seems that they're trying to limit how I abuse can't hand the customer because I want to protect myself and they're making it. So you have to basically be on top of the person's driveway to hit the button, which is really annoying because who wants to sit there and wait five minutes in the driveway? It's actually counterintuitive for both the company and us. So, you know, it should just be a simple button push like most Instacart orders are. And that's something I'll give Instacart a lot of credit for because even if it's not, they'll instantly look in the messages and like, Oh, the customer quote unquote, Found the order, or if you were communicating the whole time, they would have understood what happened. Versus if it was, you know, you said, "Yeah, DoorDash order."
0: Let me uh, hold on. I want to get. I want to get Jessica's. uh, I want to ask Jessica a question. Jessica, you've been doing DoorDash since December. You're in West Virginia. In your in your opinion, do you think DoorDash is a luxury service for consumers?
8: For my area, majority. Of the people I would say yes Some, the very few is convenience
2: mm-hmm.
8: um, but I've had you know like on the weekends people are drinking they can't go out and drink and drive and go pick up something to eat it's late it's like 2 o'clock in the morning um, they're hungry I've had situations like that or I've had kids where their parents weren't home and they wanted something to eat um,
5: but do you take those orders
8: I, I take a lot of orders, and it's
2: just, is a you, big your market lot, small?
8: So, I I take majority. Yeah, I'm at eighty really? percent right now.
7: Are 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 they profitable? Is your dollar per mile good?
8: <clears throat> no, um, on average, I it's only a dollar per mile around, oh, a no. mile around
7: here. Your average for the day is your average for the day above a dollar per mile. That's kind of the line for profitability. Because you can take a straight-up dollar per mile as long as you get one straight back as soon as you drop that off, which is what I do in my rural area. But I also live by a military base, so I'm, like, the exception to the rule.
2: Yeah.
8: Um, I might get it, like, $2, and that's usually when it's, like, literally less than two miles. That's – I literally will take the two twenty-five, and I've learned that there's no, no. –
0: yeah, I would. I would. It's you know, no, decline. Two, those, decline hold, those, on, hold on, hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Listen, the 225s will never go, but never go up. The three dollars will never go. There won't be more. You might see occasionally, but extremely rare. You'll see maybe a cash chip, but very, 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 very rare. At least in my experience, I can't speak for West Virginia, but um, I know you've been doing it for what a couple of months, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, try, try, try a week or so of being maybe a little more selective, and maybe you'll be a little more profitable. I don't know. Try some things. Just try different things in your market and see if you have better results. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't want to come here and say, oh, well, don't do this, don't do that. But if you're if you're being profitable and you're looking at your mileage, how much gas did I use today? Okay, what did I really make? I got to put a little bit away for taxes. Um, if you're making money. Keep doing what you're doing. If you feel like you're not making enough, then maybe adapt. If, does that make sense? You know, try yeah. different, different, yep. different strategies and That's make it work. Listen you. to
8: you trying to get some insight on how other areas are.
0: Yeah, you can listen to me. There's a lot of other really smart people on YouTube. Yeah. Keep, you know, keep, keep getting your information. But the best thing you can do for yourself is learn your merchants, what what places you want to stay away from, what days are good in your market, what what time of the day is good to start. You know, what time of the day do I need to not be out because there's nothing out? You know, you'll learn that just by doing mm-hmm. it more and more. But being a little more selective and a little patient at certain times, especially in the middle of lunch rush or dinner rush, you'll mm-hmm. probably you'll probably make more money. But you, mm-hmm. you got to find that for yourself, though. You know,
6: Jessica, so. do you do it part time or full time?
8: Well, currently my car is in the shop, um, so I got my top dasher and I can't even put it to use. Uh-huh. Oh, no. So. So. But I have noticed, because I've done different areas, like I said, I'm like Virginia, Maryland. Um, I kind of go out of my little surrounding area. I try different mm-hmm. areas. Um, I have noticed, like Leesburg, um, which is Virginia, they have a higher base pay, which is 725 750
9: oh, But wow.
8: I've noticed their customer tip is low. And then my surrounding area, the most I've seen is like 350 And, and tip is really good but Mm -hmm. on average they average the same Mm.
6: yeah definitely want to experiment have you tried signing up for uber eats do they have that in your area
8: i think no yes it was uber eats that i just no grubhub i just tried to do grubhub and i'm on a wait list
6: and i know somebody
8: else that literally went and tried to do every app and they're on a wait list for everything Mm -hmm.
6: give uber eats a try for me, it only took like a week for them to approve me and I can't make any promises, but you want to apply as soon as you can, definitely, because you never know how long the wait lists are going to be. But yeah, if you have a couple of apps and yeah, not all of them are for everybody, but if you have a couple of them to choose from, and it seems like most markets, Uber Eats has fewer orders, but better uh, better paying ones uh, all around. Uh, so it does help you to be a little bit more selective. selective. If you can have like a couple that run at the same time. Uh, I yeah, that,
2: that's exactly, a couple
8: that's exactly
5: the the video I dropped today was round two of uh, versus Dornash. first app to a hundred dollars wins. I recorded that today. I'll probably release it on YouTube in two days, but it's exactly what he just said. App versus app, like order versus order. And I agree. Most Uber or uh, Uber Eats orders are higher; they're better paying. They have bigger hidden tips. But yeah. uh, DoorDash yeah. wins on volume because volume worth- yeah, yeah, we get m- way more DoorDash orders—ten yeah. DoorDash orders um, versus like one or two Uber Eats orders. But that yeah. was my content today: was uh, Uber versus DoorDash. So um, in my market, at least, um, DoorDash is always going to win. But I think in other markets, Uber might be better.
3: Yeah, my market Uber is better. I've got Doordash, and I've got both Uber. Even Grubhub has really started to pick up in my market lately with that no, new well. deal. I mean, my market's my market was dead for Grubhub, and all of a sudden, it's it's gone off, and I, I, yeah. I get a ton of volume on there all of a sudden.
6: Yeah, as long as we're yeah, the uh, Matrix just plugged his video. Pedro, you mind if I suggest a couple of uh, Jessica?
0: Um, I missed what you said. Say it again.
6: Uh, matrix just, uh, mentioned his video. You mind if I uh, plug myself to Jessica real quick go, here?
0: go ahead. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Jessica, I've got a channel I've been doing for a few months and I do ride alongs and I kind of throw in tips and tricks there, but I do have a couple of, uh, videos I recently dropped, um, specifically, uh, geared towards new drivers. Um, I've got the thing, eight things I wish I knew before I started driving DoorDash and I've got how to select, dri- uh, orders on DoorDash. Um, I suggest take, uh, taking a look at those, uh, see what you think, see if it uh, gives you any, um, gives you gives some you tips. It. Cause I try to, um, I try to just uh, share like what I've learned by my own experience uh, mm-hmm. rather than just copying everybody else. Uh, just try to give it from my perspective. And uh, I think you might find something helpful in there.
2: Okay.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. so, see, we, I we, we, hold on. Is that, hold on. Basada. You're really noisy. Hold up. So, um, buzzy yeah so what i like here is we got a, a driver that's been totally different market more more rural but i think she's close to maryland like she said and all that so but i like that we're trying to you know you know this was good about this community just cuz that you'll find people that can be helpful and offer suggestions and then what you do is you just make it your own you know what i'm saying and and even if you if you could just take if you usually make 80 bucks on a particular day I'll just throw that number out there I'm not, I'm not sure what it is but if you could take that 80 and figure out how to either make the same 80 and drive you know 10 less miles 15 less miles or instead of making 80 you drive the same miles but you're making 90 or 95 if you can do that each day either drive less miles and make the same or make a little bit more right if you could do that and compound that over time you'll really start all that all that extra money will go to your, what we call profits and you'll be more yeah. profitable and you'll be, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, it, the devil's in the details. If you can make an extra five, ten dollars on each shift here or there, it will begin to add up for you, you know, and you'll mm-hmm. learn it and you, you can get there. It just, you know, you're going to have some rough days and it happens to all of us, but um appreciate your new driver perspective. And I, I like that these guys are kind of, giving you guys a little bit of tips. There's a lot of really awesome content out here. Just realize you got to make it your own because you, you're in West Virginia, right? Yeah. So it's going to be different than it is in St. Louis, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, but So like go ahead, Justin.
2: bankers
8: and I'm just like, I will the best I have ever gotten was, I was told it was $9 and it was because it was some construction workers and they pitched in and I got, ended up leaving with 20 now I got $28. So that was the best yeah. I got. Awesome,
2: <laughs> and I was yeah. so thankful was awesome. for it though. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, always but, tell my
8: customer, "Thank I you, it's really good." So.
7: Yeah, but so I think you wanted so, to chime so in. So I, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, how big is the population of the most major town you work? Oh
8: boy. Um, so for West Virginia, we are definitely. Most pop, I couldn't tell you. I don't keep 10, that. Twenty
7: thousand, forty thousand. So like I'm the most rural driver in this group. So, like, I have 40,000 in my most major city just south of me. There's 20,000 on Fort Drum, 70,000 in this whole area. But I'm also from a way more rural area where the biggest town is 10,000. That's my county seat. And the next town over is like 8,000. So maybe 30,000 in that whole area, 30, 35,000 in that whole area. How many stores do you have in your area? Do you have Instacart? Do you have Walmart? Groceries, where it's at in the rural areas? And if you can figure out how to work that, and you take food orders on top of that, I have a lot of videos on that. Sorry, I'll just save a plug. Listen, like, hold up,
0: Bud Soda, but Je- Jessica is not ready to watch your videos. I want to say that right now. <laughs> I want to interrupt you. No, I'm being, I'm being dangerous. Serious. You you cannot watch Bud Soda because you're one, still too one. new. No,
1: so, no, no,
0: okay, okay, okay. I'll say this. You cannot do Simpli- that. I'll simplify it. <laughs> you have a
7: grocery order. You take one. Single, but soda, but soda. Stop. Stop.
0: We can't listen. We cannot talk. Stacking round, Okay. I, I'm not gonna throw just I'm not six saying six, take six, right. six orders like me. All right. I'm not saying you need it. I'm, to get I'm, more comfortable with shopping first. Oh, I'm gonna pause you. Stop. I'm gonna pause <laughs> you. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you, bro. Listen, we cannot do that right now. She's not <laughs> she's not ready yet. I'm saying shopping's that
7: where, okay. I'm saying shopping's where the money is. That's what I'm trying to tell her. I, I just
0: scratch I gotta, I gotta I gotta mute him. I gotta mute him. Good listen, Jessica. Keep just keep plugging away. Bud Soda is like the uh, the Zeus of Gig World. He can do all these crazy things, you know. He's like a wild crazy guy. He takes like 20 orders at once. You can't do that. You can't wow. do that yet. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love Bud Soda. We all do I had but you I can't... Have seven oh, last night.
2: <laughs> Listen, did
0: not I meet him a, properly. Uh, yeah. I have I have a few more people that want to jump on. I'm gonna let you guys um, peacefully bow. I appreciate you guys' opinions. I'm going to bring up a few more people before it gets too late. Uh, The Matrix, Dasher Benz, Bud Soda, Gigaholic Rex, and Jessica. Nice to meet you. Appreciate you guys coming on tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Don't go crazy like me. Take care, everybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice talking to
0: you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let me, hold on one second. I got to get that one. Okay. So I still see some people in the background. Uh, I would love to get you guys in because you guys have been waiting and I don't want to be disrespectful. I want you guys to join the convo. Let me just wait, take a second to read some of these comments. Um, Jessica should hang out in the driver's live shows and ask questions in real time. Rolling with red. That's a great, uh, that's a great recommendation. Um, and like I told you, Jessica, there's a lot of really good channels out here. Do your research and. Like I said, if you could just go from making 80 bucks to 90 bucks each day, that, that $10 begins to add up. If you do five days a week, that's 50 bucks. That could cover some of your gas costs. Like, you know, the devil's in the details in the gig economy. Right. But know that West Virginia is West Virginia. So you can't listen to everything I do or somebody else does because the market's going to be very different. Right. Uh, but the 225 orders really try to stay away from that. You can't. Those are going to be a negative profitability for you. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Um what up, Zach? What up, reseller? I see uh, David Chen in the house. What up, Tammy? What up, Yost Malone in the house? Yost in the building. What up? What up, uh, Vaughn? I see you. Vicky, Taqueen. Appreciate all you guys. Hope you guys are getting content from, hope you guys are getting value from the content. To consider hitting that thumbs up. Appreciate y'all. Uh, taqueen, appreciate that, man. Let me go ahead and put this up. We'll see what my man taqueen has got going on. He says, I bet Bud Soda has the best excuses for his customers after arriving late. To them doing seven orders at once, lol. No way he gets all those orders on time. I bet Bud Sutter does. He's a wordsman, right? So he's probably he's got that gift of gab. So he's like, oh well, this happened. And da-da. shout out to Bud Sutter. Love, appreciate that, Bob. Appreciate that. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Dad Dash. Uh, I know she said she was around that Maryland border too. So she, I think she's in place in West Virginia, close to Maryland. I know she did mention that. Uh, if you're uh, Jessica, if you're in a chat, you can go ahead and drop that if you like. It's up to you. Okay, so I see a random Ryan. I see Vic the Kid. I see Chris, Arizona. I see another Ryan, which I can't see. It's really dark. So the, the Ryan, it's like super dark. Not random Ryan. I see you. The other Ryan, if you could turn some kind of light on. I don't know who that is. I see my boy Hector. I think that's my boy Hector. Hector. Is that Hector? Hector. What's the background there? I can't tell. Show your face, Hector. show your face, and I, I like to bring you guys on in a minute. I think that's a Hector I know, but some of y'all in the dark, that's my that's Hector. I know, Hector. I'm gonna bring you guys on. Uh, we're talking about mandatory tipping, uh, we're talking about is DoorDash a luxury service? The conversation kind of uh, organically went to that. You can share your opinions on those two subjects. I'd love to hear it. So, let me go ahead and bring in uh, Hector. Uh, I got Chris. Good. what's up, what's up? I got Random Ryan, what's up, what's up? I got Vic the kid. Hello, hello, hello. What and up? I see this Ryan's well. I can't really see him. But all right, can everybody hear me? You guys good? Yep. Yep. yeah. All good. right. All right. I'm gonna, yeah, start my man, I'm gonna start with my man Hector first. Hector, what do you think about mandatory tipping? Good or bad thing? Uh you know
10: that's not good, brother. You know that's <laughs> not
0: good. <laughs> man, man. Well, yeah, I maybe I know, but I'm asking you,
11: what do you yeah, think? That, you think you know it's not it's
10: good? not good, man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think one of the biggest things that I think we all forget is that a lot of these gig apps, um, they don't do like, like consumer to delivery driver relations. I think one of the biggest flaws in that is that they don't connect with us as drivers to the consumer. Like, for example, let's say like, you know how DoorDash sometimes they'll send you like orders to the same person. Happens. It happens. I feel like there's no connection. I just feel like it's just like one way I deliver your order and that's it. And then maybe one day, another person might deliver the same order. And you're getting a good tip out of that. Guess what? That one person just messed it up. Now your whole system is messed up. Even in the restaurant industry, you even know that when people even get, like, they get, like, good tables, they get good tables for what? Is because they've been working there for a long time. They know the customer like, that. I feel like, like, DoorDash has, and a lot of gig apps, they do that. They don't really connect with the Mm. consumer to the driver. I think that's one of the biggest flaws. Um, uh, yeah. another thing that you guys talked about, cause I was listening to the, uh, and everybody. Um, so with the mandatory tipping, there's another mm-hmm. thing too. Uh, back uh, in the day I used to work with my dad. Uh, he used to install uh, credit card machines, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. And I don't know if you guys know, but <laughs> those companies, they take a fee off every transaction that you sell. Yeah. Uh, I know Visa, MasterCard is like one and a half, two 2%. Yep. American express is a flat fee. That's why you see a lot of places. They don't accept a lot of American express It's a flat fee of like 3.5% per every transaction. Mm-hmm. So anytime that you get a full hundred percent of the tip, remember that the company that's giving you that tip, they're not getting a hundred percent back. They are only getting like 95, 96%. They're losing money. Like we as contractors, we're getting, we're getting all the tips um so i think that's also another thing too with mandatory tipping it could be like instacart instacart went from like 20 percent to like two dollars what happens if that's a mandatory tip now you yeah. get a hundred dollar order and the mandatory tip for that company they say is two or three or four bucks that's and trash. yeah that's no good yeah that's not good because what we consider mandatory is not what we want because now if the companies were to do that They can mandate whatever tip amount they want. It could be Mm -hmm. two, five, seven, ten percent, and we could even get screwed even more. So at the end of the day, I feel like that—that's the two flaws that's going on. Um, The connection with the customer to the consumer and to the driver. I think that's one of them. And the percentages. I do not want any gig apps to dictate how much I get. I get paid. Like Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I feel like the customer doesn't know how much we use our cars. They do not know that we're independent contractors. They do not know that we do these gig apps based per order, not per an hour. Yeah. We do not yeah. work for any of these companies. You know what yeah. I mean? We do not work for Chick-fil-A. We don't work for, you know, I have a Kroger here. We don't work for Kroger. We don't work for H-E-B. We don't work for none of those people. We work for ourselves. So I feel like that, that's where the disconnection is. And these gig apps, they don't tell the consumer that they're left in the dark about it. So they think that we work for these companies. So they feel like, you know, we don't have to tip as much because they are probably getting paid per an hour. They're very misinformed. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, that's a good,
0: that's a good point. It's a good point. Chris, Chris, what do you say to uh, the the tipping mandatory tipping? Is it, what's your thoughts on it? What's your opinion? Oh, I think you're muted. I I think you're muted. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Yeah, Chris, you got a mute. Let me know. Now nah, you're good. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Good yeah. No
11: mandatory tips. But, I, you know, one of the things y'all haven't discussed is uh, recovery time. You know, how how long from the, the one completion you've completed to when you get your next order. Like me, I live in a rural area. So I have to drive all the way back to the zone to get another order. So, I mean, it's not like I see on your videos where you drive and all of a sudden you get another order. It, I might have to drive two or three miles like that other lady in the rural area to get back to a zone that would give me an order. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh I, I think. Uh, but man, but
0: mandatory t- tips for you, you think it's a bad idea. Is that
2: what you're but saying? Man, right?
11: Mandatory tips would be a bad idea for me because I yeah. mean, for me, I'm taking uh based on uh direction i'm like you if it's going in the direction i need to because all the restaurants in my town are in one area so i need to be headed towards that direction to to make money and then because um and and to be a mandatory tip would be a a very hard thing because then i wouldn't be able to be as selective if i know a a stacked order maybe a six dollar and a four dollar is all going to the same place? The customer might not, uh, you know. For me, mathematically, I'll take that. But uh, if the customer's not willing to pay, um, at least well, for me, it's hard. It's hard to to take. Though, let order. me let me ask you this question, uh, Chris, as well. Do you, what do you
0: say to? Do you think DoorDash is a luxury service when you hear that? what's your opinion on that
11: well i think a luxury service would be the skill level of the dasher because for me i've been doing it a long time i might uh, be like what, what was that guy the other guy's name that be able to like take seven or eight orders at a time
2: mm-hmm.
11: but he's got skills he's able to do that
2: mm-hmm. or he
11: might be able to shop large uh, orders and get everything correct where a new person, they don't have those skills. They can't uh, take a hot food bag and a, and a grocery delivery at the same time and be able to manage all of that stuff. Where uh, I think DoorDash, like I said before, DoorDash learns, um, the algorithm learns how you do it, you know, and it learns your skill level. And I think the customer should be able to pay for uh, if they want somebody who's very skilled and very knowledgeable about the business. They should be able to look on there and say, OK, um, I have 10,000 deliveries and uh, right next to your name. There should be a little thing that says that, you know, you're so, getting, so
0: you're saying the luxury service. It's a luxury service sometimes depending upon the skill level of the driver
11: well, the skill and level in the, the restaurant. If you're going to a, a cheap McDonald's, that's not a that's not a luxury item, but yeah. if you're going to a five star restaurant and picking up a five star meal, and you'd expect a level of uh you know you you pay extra, well I get out the. Fancy bag, and I put your food in the uh, fancy catering bag, and I bring it to your house, and I kiss your ass a little bit extra, you know, because I know that uh, they're expecting that. Or if I go to the gated neighborhood, so you know, you're saying
0: like like drivers, so there should be like some drivers out there wearing tuxedos and white gloves and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but
11: I mean, there's <laughs> there, there's some people out here, like he said, there, there's people out here that look homeless, and yeah, they sleep I know. in I've their car. Dad, they just collect up the dad, money. I know. Um, I know. But but there should there should be some kind of a uh, label to each one of us because I mean, um...
0: well I do know this though Uber Eats when I've ordered on Uber Eats when it tells me who my driver is it tells me how many deliveries they've had it tells me their customer rating and it gives me a picture of them so I know Uber actually tells me like it'll tell me like hey Pedro's picking up your pizza he's got seven thousand deliveries he's been driving since May of whatever he's customer rating's ninety nine percent so I know Uber does that. But I don't think DoorDash does,
11: but I know who does. But, you know, I, I think that as a customer, you looked on your phone and you said, hey, I, I know because I get the same customers every week. So the customers vary. Uh, you know, they're like, hey... I really enjoy when you bring me my food because I know it's going to be cracked and hot. And, and you got, like me, I bought extra bags. I don't use the cheap uh, ones that DoorDash give you. I went and bought good pizza bags because I think the presentation of the food and the way I present it to the customer at their door or, you know, they're watching me on the, the little doorbell camera. Everybody's got one of those days. So they know when you walk up to the door, if you don't have the food in the hot bag, they're keeping an eye. And I don't want to be the next guy that's on a, uh, you know, some kind of video uh, and saying, (laughs) oh, look at this DoorDash guy. He don't even bring the food in the hot bag, you know? But uh, I think that's the quality of service. What do we bring to the customer? Do we take the extra effort to make sure the napkins, the straws, and we call and ask them, hey, I noticed you didn't have a sauce in your bag today. Do you want this to, you know, French fry sauce or something in your bag? Um, uh, You know, each one of us provide a better, because, you know, when we're new, you Get a new person's uh delivery, you know. People might forget stuff, they don't, you know, they can't only manage one order. But as an experienced person, 10,000 yeah. deliveries, I can manage more things, and, and, and it's sure. better and correct. And I think gotcha. uh, they should pay for that.
0: Let me uh, let me get to random, my man, Random Ryan here. Random Ryan, what do you think about mandatory tips? Give me your thoughts on this DoorDash, a luxury service. Was it ever? What do, What do you say to that?
9: All right, first, can you hear me or? Yeah, you're good. Okay, good. Um, first of all, number one pick this year. That's great for us Bears fans. <laughs> it is, man. We, yeah. we, we got some options at least. It's so stupid, Houston. But anyway, um, I'm kind of heated about this topic and it, it it's more, it's not specific to this topic, but in general, a lot of things in this world. Um, first of all, the tipping part, I really don't care. It's either way, it's going to be bad or good. Um, I'm Instacart mainly. And with Instacart, it doesn't matter if they do the mandatory tip, they can take it away in two hours. So yeah, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, mandatory tip ten bucks. I'll just take it away. It's you know, and so if DoorDash or any of those other platforms maybe go to that, that who just say they can change the tip too? And it's you know, it's yeah. I don't I think there's good always point. gonna be good and bad between both, and it's Ooh. just the, you got to work with what you're given, honestly. Yeah. But the part that heats me, I just turned thirty nine a couple of weeks ago. I just feel like I'm an old fart now or something, but. <laughs> This you're still so younger than me, man. You're not the yeah. only as old as
0: you feel, brother. Right?
9: I, yeah, I feel old. But uh, this whole luxury versus not, it is complete. So here's the thing. To me, it's a luxury service. We're not talking about luxury people, luxury food, luxury anything. The service itself is luxury. And I'm tired of hearing the things like, oh, disabled people and people can't get their food. We didn't have DoorDash 10 years ago or 20 years ago. We didn't have these services. We did it along just fine. We had people, other companies, nonprofits do things for the homeless, for disabled, for all those people. Good point. The, the app themselves and the service that they're providing is a luxury. It's, um, we didn't have re- right share back then. We had extra taxis and pay off the wazoo. You know, um, we didn't, we didn't have cell phones. We got along just fine. The biggest thing for me, when I started driving as a pizza delivery, I didn't have GPS. <laughs> I used a map. Yep. You know, like it's, hmm. it's just crazy that as time goes and progresses, it's become more normalized that it's not a luxury and we become used to it and that we think that we deserve it or that it's, you know, since it's there, we should have it. And we forget about how we're lucky to have these options and these Mm -hmm. services. And that I think is what makes it a luxury. It's like, you don't have it. You don't have to have it. It's not a necessity. I, and the word luxury means many different things it doesn't mean a rolex watch and a yacht and all that like fine dining luxury is something that to me in my opinion is something that you don't need but you want and it makes your life or your mood or something better that's a luxury and most people can't afford. a lot of people can't afford the luxuries in life and it's to me it's upsetting and like a, a Annoying that people get ben- talk about this stuff when there's people that don't have the luxury of, you know, simple yeah. things.
0: Like it's a good point. It's a good point. Anything. I think anything. I've said it many times. You know, most of what we deliver and pick up or whatever is not a necessity, mm-hmm. right? It's most of the time it's not. Most of the orders that are being fulfilled are
9: the, the services. You in. know, if I
0: order yeah, if I order something right now, I don't need a McDonald's. I don't need it. I ha- I can I have food here, right? So. I do understand there are some times where people are ordering things and they might really need it, but that's not the majority. If,
9: okay, to me, if, if anything, the argument would be said, shopping, grocery store shopping and delivering is more of a luxury because you need food to eat. You don't yeah. need Long John Silver's, McDonald's, all this other crap. Yeah, and I, I get it that a lot of times, because um, there's this whole thing back in the uh, West Virginia area, not the state on Her and stuff, but the Rocky Mountain stuff, people always ate junk food and like Mountain Dew because it's cheaper. They were feeding kids Mountain Dew because it's cheaper than milk and formula and stuff. And they grew up with right of teeth as um, uh, even their permanent teeth. And there were so many issues over there because of the the, the amount it costs. So I can get that and I get it with fast food and all that stuff. But to have yeah. it delivered to your door and everything and yeah. paying like double sometimes of one meal, that's, a, that's ridiculous. Nobody needs yeah. that. I mean. You can call a family member, call your neighbor, ask somebody else. If you yeah. really need something, you can. I hear that. Voice. I think those are
0: valid. I think those are valid statements. And uh, definitely, you know, I don't know how long you've been watching, but uh, Hannibal hunger oh, has, has a video coming out tomorrow about that. And definitely watch that. I know he would welcome any of your opinion on what he's going to say about it tomorrow. So I'm
9: definitely
11: looking forward to seeing his. Like I said, it, you know,
9: I feel bad for saying that because I get other people's ideas. But I just also think for the older people, at least go back 20 years and just think of how we dealt without all this and yeah. how life was like, like I said, times change, your attitudes and your beliefs are like you normalize things and things yeah. you progress with it. Of course, with time and the uh, internet on phone now is almost like everybody has, you know, back then it was more of luxury than it is today. Now, today Absolutely. it's more of a necessity, yeah. but you still don't need it. Technically, you know, you right. could still do without it's just, yeah. You know, you, you forget sometimes we're lucky to have this stuff, and we forget it, you how lucky from,
0: we forget how lucky we have, and we definitely take things for granted, right?
9: Yeah, now and night now times now more than ever, it's better, it's easier to work for yourself too, and that's where this sucks. I hate to, because uh, not a lot of people have many options, but like people say, multi app, do all these apps, and it's not just food delivery; it's everywhere. People are like independent. You people, hire, you can find almost. Like, I, I quit the railroad 17 years. I did it. They're hiring right now, yeah. you know, uh, six figure plus jobs. And they're looking for anybody that's willing to go away for two nights and come back home and just work. Mm-hmm. And no degree, necessary, nothing. Just and That's great. That's great money. And Think about that.
0: Right. Yeah, yes. it is.
9: The benefits yeah. are great. Everything. But opportunities are out there. So I, I'm one of those people. If you don't like it, keep looking. I yeah. mean. I agree. That's 100%. all I'll say for now. 100%. I'll let the other person come in.
0: 100%. Appreciate that. Uh, right. So I got my man, Vic, the kid. I think he's driving somewhere in morning time. I don't know. He's in Alaska. I don't know what's going on. But... Hey, How can you, doing, you hear man?
12: me? Yeah. Can well, you hear we me?
0: We can hear you. Yes. Yes. All right.
12: Yeah. I, I just uh, went to a gas station. That's all. Uh, ah, yeah, that, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you, well,
0: you, what are your thoughts on the topics we're talking about tonight, Vic? Uh,
12: Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, it's definitely a luxury service for for sure. And I'll just keep it very simple. Is it something you can afford to do on a daily basis? And if it's not, it's luxury? Can okay. can you afford to go into an Applebee's every day and pay fifty to a hundred bucks a day? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's luxury. <laughs> I, I definitely can't
0: afford to eat Applebee's every day for fifty bucks a day.
12: <laughs> right, right. So you know, it, it's like look, I've been driving for. I drove through the pandemic, so I've been driving for a couple of years. I know people who I know can't afford this. That was on Section 8 that somehow had the money
2: <laughs>
12: and that are now not doing it. Why? Because it's a luxury service. I don't, I don't care if you're getting McDonald's or you're getting Five Guys or you're getting some luxury five-star restaurant. It's a luxury service. If every the majority of people cannot afford something like this,
0: mm. well, I agree. I I agree. I think a majority of people can't afford it, but they still order. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people order on DoorDash, and technically, it's like maybe all they got is twenty bucks in the bank, but they're actually ordering the DoorDash, right? I think a lot of consumers are in that boat as well. So, um, yeah cause they because they make the business off of laziness, people are just yeah. lazy they don't, don't yeah. want to pick it up, mm-hmm. they yeah.
12: don't want to pick it up, and I can understand that, but just understand that that doordash is making money off of your laziness, wanting a luxury service
0: yeah it's just like are.
12: any other business <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right
0: about that yeah it's like, like you're like oh you
12: you want to be lazy oh okay fine we'll 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 help help to make sure that your laziness is acknowledged and give you a luxury service that you want for for a Tuesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: What, what do you say to the mandatory tipping? What do you think that that's a good or bad thing for drivers? What's your opinion on that?
12: Mandatory tipping. It's probably not a good thing. Uh, I did Papa John's before DoorDash and Uber for five years. Um, the owner's, of that tried mandatory tipping in my area.
2: Oh, um, really?
0: Wow.
12: Yeah, uh, so, and that didn't work out very well. Uh, so, why I Why didn't I it know, work? Can
0: you, can you give us a little peek behind the curtain as to why that didn't work in your area for that Papa John's? Why do you think, what happened there that was bad?
12: They, they thought that it would somehow like, cause they just wanted like a flat fee basically and that was our tip mm-hmm. and they thought that that would get more people in to say oh okay all we have to worry about is this okay. but it did it, it either stay stagnant or we just lost customers so it doesn't pe- mm. what I noticed about people people just like the luxury of the option people love options we, we are a society of the more options the better <laughs> if, we, yeah. if, we, if we don't have it if you talk to a salesperson. They they say give them at least two options because because if you had just give them one, they're probably not going to want it. Mm. So, so it, it yeah. people love options. And that's and they actually got to a point where they, they just they just took that away and they just you know just uh, uh, gave them an option and we actually got we actually went better. Yeah, because what they actually did they they lowered the it was basically like a delivery fee basically. They lowered delivery fee and just gave people the option and people felt the need or felt like, oh okay, I have the option if I want to on a Wednesday or Friday night, oh, I could add a couple bucks on there since it's only yeah. a two ninety nine fee you yeah. know people Which love options
0: people love options think about think about uh you go to a grocery store, you go somewhere like there's a thousand different kinds of barbecue sauce. So there's this, there's that. We love our options. We go to a strip mall and you go to a, and there's five different places to eat. Like us Americans love, abundance love and we love options. So you bring up a very, very great point. We, there. we,
12: we love those 10 types of barbecue sauce,
0: baby. Oh we, yeah, we love, we love it. yeah. We don't need it, we don't need it, but we love it.
12: <laughs> right, and that that's outdoor, that thrives. They thrive off of people americans loving options being able to be lazy on the tuesday they yeah. they they thrive off of that that's how they thrive so i yeah. i i it i don't think it should be mandatory because pe- people people like look it, like the way the economic climate is now it's not, not like nothing's going to change for us we, we just have to adapt that's all it is pe- mm-hmm. people are still going want to order people still want to be lazy and people are still like it's not going to change what, what, whatever it is, you just have to adapt as a driver. That's yeah. all you have to do. Know your market,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Let me get to the not random Ryan, but regular Ryan here. I can't see who it is. Are you still with us, Ryan?
13: Yeah, how you doing, man? In a minute, I'm good I'm in here. Yeah, I'm
0: good, man. How you doing?
13: Good, good. I'm glad to find me, uh hop back on. It's been probably like a month, month and a half, something like that. But no, I, uh, I'm i going to my girl's house, so I'm just gonna be on here for a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, a lot of these guys bring up a lot of good points, you know. A lot of the callers, um, you know, it's definitely luxury, no question about that. I mean, when you can get a two dollar fifty cent order from a Wawa, you know, somebody orders a bunch of drinks and they live right across the street in a two thousand dollar a month condo, mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt that's luxury no doubt, you know, your laziness. Um, But yeah, you know, it's, uh, I think mandatory tipping, I, I really, that would be hard to get on board with, you know, it definitely would be. Um, But I think DoorDash as a, as a whole, especially for drivers that have, you know, worked for multiple years, has, you know, done well over 1,000, you know, 5,000 orders, whatever that may be. They should, you know, be incentivized a little bit. You know, I um I don't have a high acceptance rate because, you know, I'm only gonna take orders that make me money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was surprised um about two weeks ago, I did get top dasher out of nowhere. I've been on the app for about five years now, uh mm-hmm. college student, you know, just kind of doing my thing. Um, and you know, it was a shock to me because my acceptance rate is like probably 10 or 10 or 15 right now. Mm. um but it was awesome you know i really uh i made the most of that for the the week or so i had it you know i see what it's all about but i'm not you know it's not going to incentivize me because i can i can pick up a block anytime in my area you know what i mean yeah. it was kind of cool to just see like oh you know i can jump in here whenever Um yeah they
0: were they were throwing they were giving dashers that as kind of like a hey see try this out kind of deal you right. without having the actual metrics and i think some people liked it, you know. There's mixed results based on what I've saw and what I heard, but it's interesting to see that you that that you were one of those people.
13: Right, and I, you know, I was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" You know, I've I've done my thing on the app. I have a great uh, customer rating. I, I communicate with the the customers. You know, they they pay me money to do a job. I'm gonna make sure I do the best job for them. Um, but you know, that kind of turns into Instacart. Um, instacart is bad man like i i'll do i'll do some really good orders on there but you know i'll also see orders that are you know the base pay seven dollars for 116 items for you know seven miles that is absolutely unacceptable unacceptable in any capacity you know and i of course i screenshot it but that um you know if they actually get a driver to do something like that that's that's pretty shameful personally
0: yeah Instacart. Um, I've some of the worst things yeah. i've seen have been on instacart because yeah. it'll, be like nine bucks. It might take you an hour and a half. A lot of items. It's crazy. But eventually, you know, maybe that order becomes high enough because they will they will up that pay. But the like Instacart, man, it, but I've seen some really really bad things on Instacart.
13: You know, items, man, is that's insane for no tip. Like that's yeah, that's crazy. Luna, you know, lunacy. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, I will say, you know, another thing. Um, in terms of drivers, of course, there's you know, there are dime a dozen. But there's gonna be good ones, and there's gonna be there's gonna be some pretty bad ones. Like you know, uh, me and my girlfriend, I order, Wawa or something like that every once in a while. Um, the last two times, it never came to us. <laughs> you know, drivers are stealing orders and stuff like that. And that's wow. you know, I can see how, the pa- the bad publicity that some of these drivers do get. You know, I see it. I understand why they do it. It's, I don't agree with it. Um, but you know, that's that's not gonna, you know incentivize somebody to order from the app if they're going to you know have these bad experiences yeah good
0: point i think i think and i do think that too many customers do have a bad experience and it kind of pauses them when they oh i want to tip before but i don't know if i'm even going to get my food or they're going to do it right or this or that but to hector's point earlier i think some of the issue is that there's not transparency from the gig app to the consumer and the consumer doesn't know like what we really make, or what we're doing, and that we're not an employee. So then there's this feeling of like, well, I hear DoorDash drivers make twenty five dollars an hour. Do I really need to tip them?
13: Like, there's just a lot of that going on, I think, as well. So, it's, and it's, and I think that needs to change, and especially on the app. um I think, you know, future customers should there should be a little pop up notification before the order goes through, saying, hey, you know, this is how much your driver would make if you, you know, a tip would go a long way, you know, in in furthering. Uh, a better outcome in your, you know, delivery, a smoother outcome in your delivery process. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that uh, they need to know about these things because I I had somebody the other day that was not happy with me for some reason. And uh, she said she wanted to speak to a manager. And I told her, I said, I'm an independent contractor, man. (laughs) So, you know, I I just, I think there's a disconnect, big disconnect.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Let me get back up to my man, Hector. If you got some final thoughts and we'll go around. I, I, sounds good. Sounds good, man. Thank you. So Hector, what do you, what do you say, man? Some final thoughts before so we So, yeah, uh...
10: I, I got a, uh, a few things. Uh, I did not know. Uh, well, I didn't talk about the whole uh, if DoorDash is, you know, these gig apps are a luxury service. They actually are. they are they help us out a lot. I mean, us, us too. I mean, you know, you got to understand too, um, a lot of people right now, we are in a day and age where we need to make a lot of money. You know, everybody's broke. Everybody's trying to hustle, so people don't have time to cook. People don't have time to do all of that. So, yeah, it is a luxury service because the demand is really high because people are working a lot of hours, right? Mm. Um, so I think that's why I was going back to before I was saying that that this connection uh, we need to have more connection with that with the gig apps and people need to know what we're actually doing. Like we, they don't give us zero benefits. They don't give us nothing. They just give an offer and that's it. Number two, with Instacart um what's that app what's that um application that people can do to break down their payments into four is it starts with a k carlina or carla whatever it's called
0: uh i'm not sure i have no idea anybody know so, in the chat or yeah so know?
10: you can you you could get something and then break
12: down your payments into four and pay by um,
9: yeah
12: i think carlana or something like that it's carlana. like uh yeah four four payments uh, for a set okay. of set of time
10: do you know that you could do that on instacart you could break down your yeah. payments into four. In car, wow. you you could order four hundred dollars worth of groceries and break down your payments into four. Now, if you' telling me that people are gonna tip using that. You bugging, bro. Like, but you also you sense.
9: also have to have good credit to do that. They don't just give it to anybody. Just like well, you know. before I mean, before
10: you know. weren't allowed to have good credit. It was you could do it with just a phone number and a debit card. Now I think mm. they changed the system because I think mm. they they yeah, it's, like a soft pull. See down. that's it, dangerous. everywhere. Bro. That's
0: dangerous because if anything, that might they might have people ordering things they really don't yeah. need and they're putting themselves yeah, in a bad exactly. position. You know, having ordering four hundred dollars and then you're just kind of trying to pay cat. You're paying for things that you've already eaten, and then it's like a layaway on food. That seems a little wild. Yeah. That company is everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I don't
10: think people know that. You can't do that on DoorDash. I feel like DoorDash is like the next company that's going to do that. They're going to do one of those things where you could break down your food payments into like four, and that like it will get really worse.
0: That's cringy. That's just my opinion, though. Some people might need that. But if you're breaking down, if you're paying for something that you ate four weeks ago, like four weeks later, that's crazy to me.
10: This. Yeah, and I mean, if you're doing that, bro, like you can't afford the service, bro. What do you expect yeah. the tip to be? You know what I mean. So yeah. I did not know yeah. that. I actually went into the app to to look at that, so that was kind of funny for me. Mm.
2: Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's why, when I,
10: yeah, it is wild. And that's why I was like, oh damn, well that's why Instacart is kind of trash right now. But um, mm. that's pretty much what I had to say. Uh, you know, um, Pedro, real quick, that trade
0: was trash. Listen, man. You gonna man. listen? Come check out me and Hannibal <laughs> uh, tomorrow yeah, because you know we go. Me and Han, me and my boy Hannibal gonna get into that. I got some opinions on that. That's
10: yo. Crazy. So listen real quick, yeah. Before you guys continue, yo, watch the the, the Pedro and Hannibal podcast, man. Please, bro. That get is hilarious. hilarious. You know that was
0: the first time in the history of the NBA that a player that averages twenty five, five and five has been traded in the middle. Wow. Of the year. it's never happened before. Never in the history of the NBA. Somebody you know, with you, that with that kind of stats switch teams never happened.
10: All right, before I go, didn't that give you the Rajon Rondo vibes?
0: Oh no, nah, because Kyrie's better than Rondo.
10: Yeah, but Rondo was at his height, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't him. think about I'll that. Have I'll have to, like that. I'll have to a little bit like that. I'll give you a better opinion on that tomorrow night. Yeah, please. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you very you. much, guys. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Chris, any final thoughts, Chris?
11: Well, I just wanted to thank you for changing your attitude for 2023 and giving a positive vibe. Because there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, if they're new like that lady was and she yeah. just opened up the app and started watching videos about, oh, DoorDash is trash, you know, it makes it real hard because the lady's out there trying to make money for her kids and her, her family and everything. And she might be struggling real hard and she might just come across your video because it's the top rated video of the week and she listens to, to either a negative or a positive and, you know, struggling like he he was saying in this community in this time period everybody's struggling but I, I have to give you kudos for having a positive attitude and helping people out here that uh you know we all have to grind it day to day and each one of us do it our own way and i, I just wanted to give you a positive for this week
0: no i i appreciate that chris i i i'm always going to be like i'm going to give the information how i see it but i think that if 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 we go into everything thinking it's gonna that negative the outcome's gonna be bad, the outcome will probably be bad. Right. If I go like I played a lot of basketball growing up, right? And there are days where I was like, man, I'm at the free throw line. i not I don't have no confidence that I'm gonna make this shot. I'm probably not gonna make the shot, right? But if I go out with a little more positivity and I adapt my training, I adapt my strategies, I go and shoot an extra hundred free throws the day before to get make sure I'm ready, then that you're gonna have a better outcome. So yeah, I'm really like tired of like all the negative stuff. Like like if it's not hitting for you, you got to be take personal responsibility and figure out how you're going to adapt. But like I see too much crying and I've done too much crying and I'm not doing it anymore because it doesn't serve anybody any good. It just pacifies. And um I'm going to continue my best to continue to try to be real but like be positive and show people results. And and you know, like I think that's going to serve a better good. In my opinion, I might be wrong, but for me so far, I'm off to a really good year. So I don't think that's a coincidence. So I appreciate you bringing that up.
11: Uh, one, one last thing before I go, yeah. um, you know how you used to have, uh, you brought in people from the management from Papa John's and stuff yeah. to give their, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe once a month bringing a guest speaker from restaurants and give their perspective on how it works. Cause uh, you know, maybe a, a, a mcdonald's employee that has to stand behind the counter and deal with it maybe have their uh, perspective because there's new people that uh, just show up and they they don't have a bag they don't have nothing they're just standing there staring at the customer, or at the uh, yeah. clerk at the counter yeah you know give them some uh, helpful tips tips from the people behind the counter uh and, and ha- have an open discussion and let them people you know hey uh you know have a dialogue between the the worker at the restaurant and the worker out out there in the DoorDash community that would be a good thing i think That's it, and i think that's i think that would be some really valuable
0: uh information and some good content because getting the restaurant perspective is we need a little bit more of that because we just so get so like into our own heads like hey i'm the dasher i just need this i need this i need this but there's another cog in that machine and we need them to you know, do certain things and know what we go through. We need to go what they go through. We need to know what they go through. So I think that's a great well,
11: Even if we had some uh, tips and tricks from their perspective, how can we speed up the process to get in there, get the food, and get out? And so they're, they're, they're free to do what they got to do with other customers that are actually there uh, for service. So yeah, that good would, point. That good would point. be a good couple videos to make. Uh, Random Ryan, any final thoughts, my friend?
9: yeah (laughs) i feel like i'm turning (laughs) into i'm gonna turn into roy or something Uh, oh real talk with roy yeah
0: (laughs) go ahead give it to me man go ahead brother all opinions are welcome here man
9: Man, why is everybody dogging on instacart man i just you know like like (laughs) everybody says market specific okay yeah yeah. but but it's also not no offense to anybody but it's also not being a dummy you know just because you see a 250 it's the same as a $7 Instacart and nothing's better or worse. It's just bad offers, right? Yeah. The difference with Instacart though, it, in a way it's bad too, is that you have many options to look over instead of just one ping to your phone every time that um other people might be getting better offers as you waste your time. The bad thing with that, of course, with Instacart is everybody's seeing the same offers unless you're diamond cart. And yes, diamond cart matters. I've proven it. I, you, everybody's, Everybody's yeah. I haven't wanna... done enough Instacart
0: to yeah. know if it matters or not. You know, but I will say, I did, the the month and a half I did no DoorDash and I did Instacart and Uber. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I liked Instacart for the way that I was able to actually, in, like service less guests but make the same money, and my miles were a little bit lower. But like some of the frustration, there's more steps, you know, you're actually like, yeah. you're, you're working a lot more with Instacart than you are doing it.
9: Well, harder. And the thing, and the thing too, is you have to be patient. And a lot of people yeah. aren't, they think that if they sit yeah. for 15 minutes, they're losing money when you really, you're not in a good market. Really. You're not. Because if you wait 15 minutes for a good offer, it, I waited a, uh, almost an hour one time without an offer. I do work in the cards, other things. And I got a, uh, it was a $125 offer. It was just a bunch of sodas and stuff. 25 stories up to the office building, but I have a cart. Took an I'll hour do, to do I'll do that
0: all day for hundred Yeah,
9: it bucks. took an hour and I, it was an 125 bucks. Yeah, I waited an hour, but that's still a good hourly for two yeah. hours. Yeah. And so I wanted, so just like DoorDash and everybody has their tips and tricks and blah, blah, blah. You know, there's Instacart guys out there and stuff, but nobody cares to like do the research or look at those videos. Everybody wants, mm-hmm. DoorDash is the big hot thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody actually takes the time to look at instacart and certain markets and all they see like i'm gonna call him out i'm gonna call him out right here mm-hmm. right here rodeo steve mm-hmm. <laughs> him and i go back and oh he all hates the time. instacart he I hates know. instacart i know it's it so bad i showed. see and that's what i'm saying it's like it's like with any argument with anybody you're if you just stick the one side and you always show bad but you never show the good it mm-hmm. doesn't mean the good's not there you're okay. just not showing like mm-hmm. you're not focusing on that you know, if you're showing all the good, like a lot of youtubers doing stuff, you're not showing all the bad it's, it's very specific to what you're willing to share, what you're doing, what, what your experience is. And the diamond card, like I said, it mattered I didn't think it was going to matter, honestly um, let's like, I didn't think it was either
0: thing. when it came out uh, back, I think it was in the fall or something. I remember yeah. seeing they had diamond platinum gold. And, like, and I have, didn't think it mattered either, but I
9: hadn't done enough of it to actually you, have the information to have a valid opinion. But. So you do have to do a lot of deliveries. It's like 200 deliveries in three months, and That's then you qualify, for, you qualify for the next three months, and then it's a three-month rotating period every quarter or so. But the one thing, the two things that matters the most, actually, and one of them is not that big, is you, especially with Costco orders, you get orders before the store even opens. So there's a lot yeah. of times you'll see guys there before they open and you're wondering what the hell's happened. Why am I not getting orders? Well, now I know why I started getting the banger orders right when they open. And in my market, at least in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. they're pretty good in the in the morning, especially with businesses. Businesses like to order a lot of food and snacks for their offices.
2: Mm-hmm. After
9: that, it slows down here and there. And then, you know, you never know, but at yeah. the open at these stores, it's the best time. And then also, when you're diamond, uh, you get discounts on gas through Upside or Up or whatever it is now, mm-hmm. and you get extra money off the gas as well, and you get extra perks with uh insurance, things like that. So that's mm-hmm. a little extra incentive. But yeah. this Instacart man, I'm just telling. You, I need to make a video or two and just show it because you should I get do it. it, man. You don't, should do don't it. Get, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I see it all the time here in Austin. There was a, I don't know if you heard, but the weather down here in Texas was really bad and uh, shut down stores, bad power lines down, all that. Mm-hmm. And literally the day of or day after people were saying $7 or $8 for a hundred items, five miles. It was like, that is trash. Who is going to do crazy. that? It's crazy. You've not, yeah. We're not even going to find this uh, sto- stuff in the stores anyway, because everybody's hoarding, you know, milk, water, all that stuff. And yeah, that's bad. I'm not saying there isn't, it's a lot of trash out there, but it's not all trash. <laughs> well, I think there's, and there's
0: trash on every app.
9: Yes. Right. And- we talk
0: about DoorDash more because they have the most market share and, you know, the most drivers and millions. So it's like we yeah. talk, but Instacart has trash. Uber has trash. Grubhub has trash. Spark has and,
9: trash. Yes. And, and uh, I, like you said, with the negativity and stuff, uh, unfortunately, that's what gets views on TikTok and um, shorts and all that. It does. People, wa- people want to see the $7 orders for 100 items. They amu- are amused by it. That's all that stuff. But four bangers, nowhere in between. You know, like today, I only did one order today just because it was easy. 18 items, Walgreens, two miles to a retirement home. 38 dollars yeah i mean that it's not common but i'm just on my phone like oh yeah i'll take that my girlfriend had to wait five minutes for coffee
0: i mean i think i think i think the negativity does sell and i've you know i I, but i'm gonna say this i'm gonna brag for a minute i don't care Uh don't give a fuck listen i was pretty positive in january and i had the most views out of any gig tuber the entire month of january and i was positive I have over 1.4 million views. Nobody else. I'm number 1 out of all the other channels. Nobody had as many views as me and I was positive this month. So that is my challenge to do, some of you gig content creators. Can you show some positive shit or are you going to continue to cry and say the world's coming to an end? Because I have the most views the entire month. So that's my challenge. Uh, some of y'all I are going to like I said that, but that is a fact. You can fact check me. So listen it's about your mindset if you're going to go into things negative you're going to probably get negative results so and
9: it's not just being about positive it's about motivating that i think is a big deal i think you're right and i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna continue to you know i I, we have to we have to turn the tide a little bit that's just Mm -hmm. my opinion i'm not saying i'm right or wrong but the proof is in the pudding i had a really good month in a lot of different avenues and i showed that so let's see i want some other people to try to Let's, let's let's make some content that actually helps people versus just making people feel like crap about the app that they're using. That's just my challenge to the content creators that might be watching this so
9: yeah, I give you a lot of props too because that's the difference between you and a lot of others. It's for a lot of GigTubers out there not everybody it's more about entertainment and views, which are great and yeah, you know We need that follow, too. We need that follow too. people around right along is all that but it's always good to have more motivation, more uh, value to add and stuff. And that's why I think you've done well. And I appreciate you, man. Keep on I the good work. I, I'm trying, man. It's not always easy, but I uh, <laughs> do some more Instacart. And <laughs> maybe right. we'll see. Let's, uh, right. let's get the final, final
0: word to Vic the kid. What do you, what else you got on your mind, Vic? Oh, well, before I go, I
12: just wanted to say, Hey, I also appreciate your content when I was first starting, I was watching you as well. And, you gave me good ideas, and I just adapted through my market and you you've been honestly pretty awesome, man, like all the ideas that. that you brought out there but uh I just real quick with luxury i I know I've heard you know with debate it's like well, it depends on whether the driver's good, or whether they give a hundred percent you know blah blah blah
2: mm-hmm.
12: when you when with anything but especially with luxury, when you start having to have to oversimplify luxury that's when the line gets blurred and people don't know either they don't know what they're talking about or they just get confused they like because if you notice everybody has like a different opinion or a lot of people have a different opinion what luxury is keep it short keep it short and simple something you can't do (laughs) every single day all right Mm. that that's all I would say you know I've, I've I've had orders where you know they've been bad I did get my sauce I didn't get a meal and I contact DoorDash and they'll tell me, uh, well, you're SOL, We're not giving you credit for that. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. it
12: sucks. But at the end of the day, that's the risk you take with a luxury service. It's, hmm. it, this, this is a risk. There is no there's nothing on DoorDash that says 100 percent guaranteed or your money back.
0: Right. There's no, there's no money back guarantee.
12: (laughs) Right. There's no money back guarantee. So I don't know why people are are tripping when, you know, they order a shake and it's melted or something. And they're like, well, this is a luxury service. It was a a horrible driver. He, he made it melt or whatever. Well, no, it's a luxury service because you got it in the first place.
0: (laughs) So I want you. So, do you know who Hannibal's Hunger is? Yeah. Do you know that yeah. channel? Okay. So watch yeah. his video. I think he drops it tomorrow. Watch it. Make sure you give him your opinion on a, on his perspective. I think it's going to be a really, I know it's going to be a good video, whether we agree with his spin on it or not. I I'll definitely want you guys to go check it out and, you know, leave him a comment on what you think, how he's, how that video goes because I know he's saying it's not one. So, you know, I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be the comment section will be buzzing a little bit. So. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask just, Vic, Vic the Kid, so what, what market are you in, if you want to share that with us? I don't know if I've asked you that uh, before, if you mentioned it.
12: So I'm actually in uh, northern Indiana, in the okay. Midwest. Okay. Uh, so we, so this is a college town over here, Notre Dame. Yep. So there's like uh, South Bend, Mishawaka, yep. uh, Elk Park, Osceola. So I like I know a lot of people don't have what I have because I can adapt and make 300 bucks in a day Mm -hmm. easy but uh, i know a lot of people can't do that but you just have to learn your market it's all it's all about learning your market there there are there are times even in my market to where i can i also have a bad time and i could go to another app and uh there's apps where you could work at like myers for a couple hours and do like some overnight stuff and Mm -hmm. like like that's what i mean like people people are lazy they don't they don't like they don't they don't
0: want to listen don't i i said it the other day i said back in the day a lot of us came i think you said you started in a pandemic or whatever right or you were working during that time like a lot of us came to these apps during that time for whatever reason right the money was coming to us then right, right. those days are done we have to adapt and we have to go to the money now we actually have to work a little bit and think a little bit right it was easy a couple yeah. years ago turn an app on boom every order is eight bucks great la 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 it feels great i feel good i'm but right now we got to go attack the money find out like like vic saying find out who's what app is good and how do i adapt i got to do this Meyer thing and then maybe i can come back to DoorDash, and maybe i can do instacart like we have to go after the money the money ain't coming to us anymore guys those right, times like- those times for most of us are dead we have to be proactive and and I'm not saying a lot of us are lazy, but some of us are lazy. I, I agree with that, you know?
2: Yeah.
12: Because yeah. I, I know with Ryan, too, I know what he's talking about with Costco because during the pandemic in my area, you know, there's a rich area over in uh, Granger, and, boy, do they they love Costco during the pandemic. I saw oh. $80 orders, six dollars orders, $150 orders, $200 orders. After the pandemic, that stuff was gone, <laughs> okay? Yep. Which which is understandable, okay, but that doesn't mean that you just do nothing.
2: <laughs>
12: you can't yeah. just do nothing and expect the same. It's insanity. It yeah. you know, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That, that's that's insane. I agree. I agree. To, you have you have to adapt. Yeah, you just I have agree. One hundred percent.
9: Those, yeah. those orders are still there in the right market and if you're especially downtown i i let like Pedro. i don't know if st louis are done high rises but if you're in instacart in the morning and stuff at a good business area there's a lot of orders that pay well um i'm not sure about every market but here in austin that's where the money is it's during the week right when they open uh yeah. businesses i mean four, uh, four or five i five, do five, yeah no four, no four. no this. So here's no, you're talking
0: like so in St. Louis, for me, it's like Costco drop at 10 a.m. So yes, I would position a.m. myself at about uh, 945. And sometimes that's worked for me. Sometimes it hasn't. I just haven't done enough. re. I haven't done enough deliveries on Instacart like I have with DoorDash. DoorDash, I know how it works. It's you know, I know where to be. You know, I, I'm adapting now. It's a little different. But with Costco, I haven't learned it enough. But you know, here's I the crazy thing. I haven't
9: thing. done enough. On Costco, at least in my where I'm at, they open nine thirty AM on Saturday. And on Saturday, I get orders up to half an hour before they even open, even a little before that. So on the regular days it's just before ten AM. But on Saturdays, I guess they're busier or more orders. It's more than a half hour ahead of time. With diamond yeah, card at least. I don't, I don't I don't I'm
0: spoiled. I don't work Saturday. So, I love Saturdays, right? Honestly, uh,
9: I, re- I, re- I rarely do too. I, 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 he was talking about how people are lazy. I am lazy. I'm very lazy. I only go to Costco and I write in my car and I just take the good orders for two hours, three hours, and I'm done. And, at least um, you can admit it. At least you can yeah. admit it. Like, yeah. No, know, and like, it's funny because then I'll order luxury services to get delivered to me. And people are like, what's the deal? I'm like, well, see, the difference is when I go do my own shopping and stuff, I don't get paid for that. But other people are paying me to do theirs, you know. So it's kind of messed up the way of thinking, but it's similar. I'm too lazy to shop for myself. Yeah, is, but I'm willing. It's, it's ironic. It's ironic. But I'm willing to shop for others because I get paid.
12: And there's, yeah. it, and, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Look, if you want to be lazy, that's cool. It seriously is. There is nothing wrong with being lazy. But just understand, you are, and yeah, if you're right. willing, and if you're willing to be lazy, someone's willing to yeah. make money off
9: that. Yeah.
12: And and see, that's, I understand and like,
9: that and like you were saying i uh, i can afford that luxury too because i do uh, something else on the side which is my main source of income i do this to get exercise fresh air extra money and yeah. uh i will say like i it astounds me uh, people here in texas at least how lazy they are because right now we have a uh, um trees that were destroyed from this winter storm there's trees everywhere and cleanup is happening people are doing 500 dollars to remove trees it takes two hours 500 bucks chainsaw truck take it out and people don't want to do that work on their own or whatnot. Like for 500 bucks and two hours. I mean, people are paying out the bus yeah. just to have trees removed from the property. And they're yeah. not even small. They're not even big trees. They're small trees. No, those those tree trimming crazy.
0: companies, those guys that have those, they're, they're killing it right now in your they market. are. And it's not
9: that much work. It's just people don't want to do the work. Well so, you gotta have I mean, you do have to have the
0: equipment, you gotta have the uh, you know, like you gotta have the, the equipment, you gotta be willing to work a little bit and sweat. But a lot of people don't wanna do that. So nowadays, they
9: so, so they had they had chainsaws at Home Depot and all that easy. You can get and it's funny you say that because a lot of people bought chainsaws and there was a line today to return them after they used them. And oh, they crazy. they yeah. denied them though, It said no returns. So yeah, you can't you can't do that. <laughs> no. Listen, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys the ban the, 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 the banter, the conversation,
0: the laughter, the opinions. Chris. Uh, Vic the Kid, Ran and Ryan, appreciate you guys very much. Have a good rest of your night, and I hope you guys have a great week coming up.
9: Thank you. Have a good appreciate one. It.
0: Appreciate All right, it. All right. So uh, great combo there. Love it, love it, love it. You never know. We, these conversations just happen. Appreciate the chat. I think you guys are always having good conversations amongst yourselves in the chat. If you're getting value from this content, consider hitting the thumbs up. Consider subscribing. I do make videos every single day. As Uber lift Phoenix mentioned, he said I had all the most views because I make videos every day. That is true, but that's not the reason why. I'll say that because a lot of other people make videos every day. I think, you know, when and I'm not listen. When, I think when you manifest things, when you work hard, you use. A, I don't have a big brain. I got a little brain, guys. But I work hard, and 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 I'm willing to make mistakes. I'm willing to be myself. I'm willing to adapt. I'm willing to admit. Admit my faults. I'm willing to look at things from a a different perspective from time to time and put my pride and ego to the side this month and say, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I don't think it's a coincidence. And I'm not talking just the gig apps, I'm talking a lot of other things have been going really well for me. And I, I need to share that with you guys because when I started this channel, I talked about I share my day with you guys, right? I turn the apps on, I share my day. I, I, I try to give tips and tricks, relatability. You might see me lose my shit every once in a while. You might see me have a great day, a bad day. If I'm going on a cruise, I'm going to share my day. If I'm off today, I'm going to share my day. You know, I'm going to do a live. I'm going to do a Wednesday motivation. I'm just sharing my day. And I'm showing you guys, and some people are going to really hate this. And I, I really, I, I get so happy at the haters because I know they don't like it. All I do is I do. I bet on you seconds one day. I've literally have done that for almost two years. Next month, in six weeks, I'll be on YouTube for two years showing you guys how I have done this. That's all. That's all I've done with this channel. That's it. I've used the gig economy as a stepping stone of a way to make passive income and do other things. I think I feel like I've done that like nobody else in this space. And that's why. We've had a little bit of success. That's why you guys keep watching because I'm practicing what I'm preaching. And while I'll do make negative videos sometimes because the reality is work is work. OK, it's not always going to be great. It's not always lo- lollipops, rainbows, unicorns, butterflies, hearts and all that crap. Right. It sucks sometimes. It, we, that's any job. OK, unless you're doing your absolute passion. OK, and even then it could be struggles. So we're going to have that. But your mindset. And how you attack the day when you wake up and how you start the day and how you feel and how you set up your plan, how you manage your time, how you interact with businesses. Are you doing business with how you interact with the regular people, your customers, your family, your friends, what you give other people? You're, that's what you're going to get back. I really I really believe that. And if anything, I guarantee this February is going to be another great month. March is going to be another great month. And when I and when I have failures, when I don't have good things, you're going to see them. But I'm, I'm, I'm done living in that space for too long, right? I'm done making a 30-minute video that's all negative. I'm just done doing it. It doesn't serve anybody any good. It doesn't serve me good. It doesn't serve my family good. And me handing you a pacifier and patting you on the back saying, I know it sucks. I know it sucks. It doesn't do you any good. I'm going to continue to show you what you can do with these apps, whatever apps you work, I'm going to continue to show you what this means, okay? And I will allow all the other people to make all those videos that are negative and whatever else. I just can't do it. Not con- I just can't. I cannot live like that anymore. It's too stressful. It's not good. It's time to level up in 2023. If you want to come along for the ride, jump in the pool. It's warm. If you want to watch other people, that pool's super cold. It doesn't feel good. That's what I would say to that. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that and I'm okay with it. We need what we've been doing in the last couple of years overall hasn't gotten us any further as gig drivers. What It just hasn't. We're in the same place talking and complaining about the same stuff and it hasn't served us any good. It's time to adapt, change, evolve. And most of us the gig economy—you have to. You might have to realize, for some of us, maybe not most. It might not be for you. This isn't for everybody, and that's okay. You have to come to that realization when you come to it. Look at your numbers. If you're not making money, you're not beating your goals. If you're not making real profit, you might need to either adapt, turn off an app, get a W two. You got to do what you got to do. But sitting in our cars and and. And, and wishing and praying and, and complaining and, and all that, it's not going to do you any good. You're wasting time. And I think I wasted some time this past year and a half, a little bit, not a lot, because we've had mostly success, but I definitely could probably be even in a better spot if I would have tweaked a few things a little bit earlier. And when I started this channel, when I started the bet on you, when I started doing the gig economy full time, betting on myself, seeing what I could make of it, Trying out YouTube, trying out other things, vending machines. When I started doing that, it, things started clicking for me. So for you, it might be, hey, I need to maybe DoorDash is not great in my market, Instacart's not good. I'm not making good money. Consumers aren't willing to really pay me. The gig apps ain't paying me. I might need to try this. Go to school. Try W two. Try my own side hustle. Bet on myself. Whatever that is for you, you got. There has to come a point when you do that, because. For most of us, I do believe this. This is not a sustainable, scalable way to make money for most of us. And even for the what I call the, the, the one percenters of full timers that can do this and can do it for more than a year. Or maybe you're on your fifth year, your sixth year, your seventh year. You are not the normal driver. That's not normal. I applaud you and I salute. But that's not normal. Right. I'm, I'm speaking to the ones that are kind of new coming in and all that. And even then, the, you're going to have to adapt because the, the apps will change. People will always want this convenience, whether it's luxury or not. But you will have to adapt, right? And even the one percenters—they're adapting from two years ago. It's different. If you were doing Instacart two years ago, you're probably making more money, and it was easier, and the batches were better, the tips were better. Right now, you might still be doing Instacart, but maybe you folded in another app, shipped Spark, Walmart, and you adapt. And that's what we do. We're hustlers. We're grinders. Keep adapting. Keep. Keep you know. Sometimes some of us we got to put the pride and the ego to the side. I include myself in that. When you can do that, it it can change some things, man. It can change some things. Anyways, let me read some comments before we hop out of here. We're almost at the three hour mark. Uh, This is meant for a small percent of drivers, regardless of what the apps tell you. I believe that I do. Have have to be willing to learn every day. Von, I. I agree. Change, adapt, build. Facts, facts, facts. The Destin driver. What up? What up? How you doing, bro? We're gonna connect. Don't worry. Well, not that you worry. We're gonna we're gonna connect. I got your uh, Instagram. Um, yeah. Listen. I listen. I think for me, um, I, when I got into 2023, I knew exactly what my goals were. I posted them on my community post. I think right before right after Christmas or right before the new year or right after the new year, I can't remember. Community post is there. These are my goals. and I was very transparent with you guys. This is what I want to accomplish this year and I will accomplish all those things. I will. Some will be different, different measures of how great I accomplish it or maybe I accomplish it just a little. All of them are going to happen. Right. And I share that with everybody because that's how I hold myself accountable. Because I know many of you guys might ask me about this, about that. And some things are going to happen quicker than I like or slower than I like or there's going to be bumps in the road. But like when I went into 2023, like I got the 2022 has got a that was a great year. We did a lot of great things. But like I can't continue to grow as a man, as a father, as a son, as a driver, if I'm just going to keep doing the same shit and expect a different result. DoorDash has changed. The economy has changed. The world around us is changing. OK, things are changing. You have to adapt. If you think you're going to do the same thing, you're going to be it's going to be hard for you. So, for me, my focus is I need to share that message with you guys. I'll let everybody else make videos about the same stuff. Listen, and I say that it's ironic. I make videos every day, and a lot of them are very repetitive, but I'm just showing you my day. Like I said, I'll let everybody else make this make the videos about how everything sucks, everything's the worst, you can't make money, get out of it now shock and awe, scare, 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 just to get a click and a view or just to be whatever, I'm going to make my completely different lane. Okay, and I'm going to show you and and show you guys content that's completely different than most people. And I think that's why we're doing what we're doing on this channel. And I think that's a big reason why you guys are still rocking with me and we're continuing to grow at the pace that we are because it is very different than everybody else. It's similar, but we're in our own different lane. Uh, I'm not a DoorDash sellout. I don't I don't have a partnership with DoorDash, but I'm also not somebody that is just gonna make every video bashing the company, but I still go and turn the app on. That is a clown that you can't do that. That's clown activities. Stand on something. I'm gonna stand on myself. Bet on you seconds one day at a time. And if you guys are rocking with me, keep watching. If you want the negativity, you guys can go to the other pool. I can't play in that pool anymore. We're past that. See you next week.